Gannett Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is uh, Tuesday, February 28th. 2023 is episode number 618 of Barry on Dig. Oh my God. We just started and we are already in a level four hype train. What in the shit? Oh my God. Cisco. Jared Taylor has gone nuts. Joe Hernandez has gone nuts. You guys are Back out it. of control. Holy shit. Back what a welcome back. Oh my God. I guess I gotta, gotta do a Back shot. It. I was really kind of hoping not to do a shot today. Back but deal's a deal. Back uh, well, and this sucks because we have a birthday today. I won't. I definitely won't be doing a shot before the birthday, uh, boy. Uh, mostly because also found out right, right before I went live. Right before I went live, found out. Uh, oh, I didn't put on the hype train hat. Um, yeah, right before we went live, I found out I'll be doing the Isaiah Factor tonight. Uh, Fox Twenty Six here in Houston. If you're local. And you want to watch it, just put your uh, television little dial, dial, I don't know, tune to, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Fox 26, 1030 tonight. That's when it starts. I never know when I'm going to be on. I don't know what segment I'll be in. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be uh, be doing, uh, that'll be fun. It'll be uh, Isaiah Carey, the Isaiah Factor, I think it's called, Fox 26 tonight. Now let's get to this hype train, because holy shit. We have got a lot of shit to go over. Cisco started it uh, with 69. I like uh, Thank you for the 69 bits. And then he did 981 bits. See? Uh, and then he gave out five gifted subs. Cisco, that was so dope, dude. Thank you, man. That was uh, totally unnecessary, but he gave them out too. Uh, Pluff in the mud sports got one. Capwise got one. Uh, Cavill seven and Captain Pope. I got to get my eyes fixed. I think the diabetes is kicking in and it's ruining my eyes. I can't even see my screen. It's like right here. Okay. Now I can see it. All right. We're good. This is my shut up crowd. All right. This will work, right? I can, I can see, um, yeah, I can read it all now. Jeez. 
Yeah, that's not good. I, I can't see shit. Uh, but Cisco, thank you for the five good subs. Jared Taylor! Thank you for the 1,000 bits. Jordan Andes, thank you for the 100 bits. Holy shit. And then Cisco gave out five more gifted subs. What is, what, baby, what is you doing? Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Justin Herbert, 244. Homo Astros fan. Karma bets Trent. Uh, oh, Trent's mother. That's not nice. And DJ Klutzky. Oh, courtesy <laughs> of my boy Cisco, who, by the way, is killing it on social media production value. He's making memes that's just absolutely hilarious. So if you see any good memes on any of my socials over the next day or so, definitely not me. All Cisco. 100%. I'm telling you, Cisco, I, you can make one of those every day and I'd put it on my story. They're that good. Ah, uh, and then I got to say thank you to Jared Taylor. So we were at level four hype train with Cisco's gifted subs and all the biddies. And then Jared Taylor, five more gifted subs. Unfreaking believable, you guys. Jared gave them out to Sid. Hey, Sidney got one. Tiago, TK, Franz, or Franz, 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 I don't know. Clarence got one and pure 068. I don't like. Uh, dude, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And we are now in a level five hype train. And I mean, you know what that means. Hey, Miss on Air with the 69 bitties. 69. I like it. Thank you, buddy. Uh, appreciate that. That is freaking. Hey, Awake Reaper, thank you for the one bit. Level 5 hype train. I guess y'all know what that means. I don't know why. Why it doesn't... Why it don't f fucking work. You know what? Right there, bad boy. Right there. Heck yeah! Oh, right on the nipple. It just popped up. There you go. A little nip for you. Well, you know, you got to feel good to get naked. I don't know how strippers do it. Jared Taylor, thank you for the gifted sub to Tidal Wave Media. <laughs> Ms. On Air said, welcome back, you raggedy bitch. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I just felt like shit all day, and I kept thinking I'd make it. I didn't make it. Uh, not at one bit. <laughs> Ms. On Air, thank you for the 169 bits. I like you. Um... Yeah, I always got to show nipple when we do a level five hype train. And we did. Thank you, guys. 16 gifted subs, 2,220 bits. You guys are the best. I swear to God, you guys know how to make a gal feel special. Uh, thank you, guys, for that dope-ass hype train. I appreciate you. I love you. One and all, cheers. It's going to suck. Ugh. Uh, mm, ah, mm. <sighs> what I was saying was, I don't know how, like, you know, a lot of us will go to work sick or not feeling well. I don't know how, like, strippers and porn stars do it. Like, I couldn't. It's just, you got to really be in the mood for titties and ass and ass and titties. And I don't know. I feel like that would just be like going through. I would definitely be going through the motions. There's some days on this show I feel like I kind of go through the motions and I don't give you guys uh, the show that maybe you deserve. And I, I try to bring the energy up every time and 
do all that, but sometimes it can be hard. But God, could you imagine being like a stripper or a prostitute or a, maybe like a bunny ranch worker? Just like man, no days off. Can't have a bad day at the office. God, that would suck. You can't just go hide in your cube. All right, let's get this show rolling. I got a lot to get to. We got a lot to catch up on. A whole lot to catch up on. Jim! Thank you for the 69. I like you. Thank you, homie. He said, what's up, Barry? What's up, Deckheads? What's up, Jim on Sports? Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, okay, let's start this show the way we always start the show. With a shout out to the chat, a.k.a. the chat. No, it's not the past tense of shit. It's saying hello to the people that make the show possible. You guys in the chat. Uh, so let's start it. Chris Reyes was in early, and I said what up to him. So Reyes was in at like 1.30. Greatest deckhead in the history of the world for the next two hours. And then it's just regular ass Reyes. Uh, Sandoval in H-Town got in early. What's up, Sandy boy? Uh, John Dory is here. Terrence came in early. Uh, Cisco, we know he was in and rocking and getting the hype train going early. Him and uh, Jared and uh, Joel, appreciate you guys. Alex Villanueva is here. Uh, hey, Suze, what's up, pimp? Good to see you as well. Oh, my sweet, sweet Donna made it back. Thank you, Donna. It's good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for being here. Uh, who else? AJP, what up, pimp? Aaron J. Bryant in the building. Rudy Rod, sanitize, wash hands, back the f- up, everybody. Keep your distance. Hey, what's up, Awake Reaper? Oh, my God. It's Awake Reaper. And Todd, he lives. Well, I mean, he might be posting or watching from heaven. I don't know. I don't know where that happens. Uh, Jared Taylor's here. What's up, homie? Good to see you. Uh, E2D said, TikTok. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Just coming in and slamming shit around. I see you, pimp. That's all good. Uh, Who else is here? Crystal. What's up, girl? Good to see you. And who else? Jared Taylor got. E2D I got. I think I got Joel, Alex, Joel, Jared. Yeah, Sandoval. Hey, what's up, Uzi? There's Steven, the weather guy. There is Uriel, villain away. Good to see you, homie. Uh, Don't do alcohol if you ain't feeling up to it. Well, it's too late now. I done did it. I done did it. All my life I had to drink. What's up, Tidal Wave? Good to see you, pimp. Uh, Who else? Nightbot, that raggedy bitch is here. Uh, Who else? Evil Death, hey, what's up, Barry? What's up, pimp? Only had one bid in the account. Hey, that's okay, Awake Reaper. One is better than none, fam. Um, who else is here? SVG, what's up, homie? Um, Miz, I got. I think I got everybody already. My head is itching. Cocaine, meth, heroin. I don't know what that is. Molly. I don't know why he's giving out drugs in the chat. Um, hey, what's up, Dre? By the way, Dre, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. I appreciate you, sir. That's very kind of you. I almost forgot, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. And thank you, Dre. I appreciate you. It's good to be back. Dre used to love Welcome Back, Connor, by the way. That was my jam back in the day. Hello, Jen. Good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for being here. Uh, who else? Dre Flip. What's up? FYI, there are stand-ins in porn. Oh. There's like stunt dick? Really? There's like, there's, so there's stunt dick. That's weird. Uh, let's see. E2D is just trying to, I don't know if he's trying to incite people. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, stop being a jerk. I guess he's, uh, let's see. Jared's been drinking since 10 AM. Nice. How about them roughnecks? Yeah, I know, man. It looks like you guys have been having fun at those games. That's what's, that's what's dope is that, I mean, I don't get into the games. I probably wouldn't watch them if I didn't go, but I would go to a game cause it would be a fun hang. 
That's the best part. Heck uh, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me very much. Uh, kicking in, about to head out for a doctor's appointment. Might miss a chunk of the show. All good, pimp. Uh, hey, Barry, fuck this pollen. Bro, I don't know what it was. What's up, Mark G? Good to see you, homie. Thank you for being here. Uh, dude, I honestly don't know. Let me explain to you what happened yesterday and why I wasn't feeling it. So, um, uh, ever seen the movie Orgasmo? No, I haven't. Um, I haven't. But uh, it sounds good. Uh, stunt cock is a thing, huh? Well, there you go. See, like right now, do you see this? Look, look at this. Look at this. Can you can you see the sweat? This is this was half the day yesterday. But it was combined with, I may have to turn this fan on you guys. I'm sorry. Um, yesterday, I just, I, I woke up with a headache and I wasn't feeling well. I was kind of achy and sore and just generally bleh. And then um, I started feeling like I was getting cold sweats all day and I'm kind of now doing it again. I wonder, I wonder if it was that shot that made me do it. Um, but I was just, you know, sweating for no reason. Then it would go away and then I'd sweat again. Then it'd go away. And now, and then I would feel nauseous and I'd feel like I'd have to boo-boo, but neither one of those things would happen. I wouldn't throw up. I wouldn't shit. I would just, just feel that way. Um, a lot of false alarms. You know what I mean? A lot of running to the toilet from both holes, both ends, nothing. Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know if it's the, I don't think the pollen would cause all that. Yo, Mark, thank you for the resub. <laughs> Prime sub eleven months. Let's go, baby. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was that Rona. I just got over it, and that's how I felt. Oh fuck, Dubs, really? Cisco said herpes. Mm. I don't know what this. What are the symptoms of herpes? Let's look it up. Oh, uh, this is not something I want in my history. What are the symptoms of herpes? I wish I could like designate every time I did a search. This is for the show, Nora. In case you ever find this in my laptop or whatever when I'm dead. It's not AIDS, Jim. What are the symptoms of herpes? Herpes sores usually appear as one or more blisters on or around the genitals, rectum, or mouth. Blisters break and leave painful sores. Flu-like symptoms. Oh. Well, shit. Fever, body aches, or swollen glands also may occur during the first outbreak. No. Not what I had at all. It didn't say nothing about fake shits and cold sweats, so suck it. I don't have the herps. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, you never know. Uh, Dave said I have... Yeah, that's what Nora said when she got home. She's like, you need to take a Rona test. So I was like, I guess. Um... Jim says I have AIDS. My AIDS is not acting up, Dre. Shut up. Heartthrob. <laughs> Mr. Barnard, thank you for the 69. I like uh, uh, Thank you for the 69 bits. Greeting from what's left of South Kansas. Yeah, dude, they had some scary tornadoes up there. And um, yeah, uh, I'm glad you made it, buddy. I'm glad you're okay. Uh, I know it was touch and go, but I'm glad you're okay. Uh, your lymph nodes will swell also. Oh, what? Herpes or pollen? Like, I don't know what which one. What are you talking about? Sucking it is how you get it. Shut up, Cisco, and Todd, and Dre, and y'all all kiss my ass. Don't look at the images on Google. Oh, well, that's the first thing I'm going to do. You can't tell me reopen closed tab images 
Oh God! Ah! This one has it in her tongue. You just eating the wrong ass, lady. Ugh. God, I got to close that. That's disgusting. You were right. Ugh. Ugh. Shit. All right. That was gross. Why did I do that? God. Ugh. Ugh. Whatever you do, do not put it in your mouth. What? I'm not put what in my mouth. Uh, what's up, Maddie T? Good to see you, pimp. I have finally learned why to wear headphones. My wife heard porn and ran into my office. <laughs> am I still on? Am I still on speaker, Maddie T? Am I still on speaker? But tell me if I'm still on speaker. I'd like to talk to your wife, Maddie. I'd like to have a a, a, a real adult conversation with her. Let me know. Um, <laughs> Cisco said, uh, Maddie T, no headphones. Uh, Barry on deck. Grocery shopping is so much fun. What's up, Brian Pettit? Good to see you. Uh, Cody was excited about the shout out last week. Nice. Nice. Very nice. I like, uh, yeah, she came in. Are you watching porn? Yeah, I'm watching porn that talks about porn, babe. That's, that's what I'm doing. Sheesh. Get it together, woman. Let me know, Maddie T. I want to talk to her. I want to have a, an intelligent adult conversation with, uh, the Mrs. Maddie T. Give me her name, too. So when I talk to her, I don't know why my voice just cracked. Oh, boy, it'll be great when I go through puberty and my balls drop. Uh, Okay, we got a lot of stuff to catch up on. One, uh, let me just let me just run down the list of things. One, I'm fat. Got to got to do something about this, kids. I was editing a video today that I posted from a few weeks ago at the Seeker Group. Oh, my God. I mean, I get it. I see the chins here and stuff, but I can like lean forward and hide it a little bit. <sighs> I just, I got to do something. My God. It's just getting disgusting. Hey, what's up? B market to see you. This isn't where I parked my car. What's up, pimp? Patrick Kane is officially gone. I don't know who Patrick Kane is. Oh, he's a hockey player. I bet. Um, real adult conversations. I thought I was watching very on deck. All right, you kiss my ass. You can watch porn and have BOD open in another tab, so you can just be like, no, babe, I'm not watching porn, just Barry. See? 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 Um, Maddie T said, I don't think that's a great idea. Yes, it's, it's 100% a great idea. Take out the headphones, uh, put me on speaker, call the wife in the room, tell me when it's all set up, and I'll have a good talk with her today. Uh, Todd said, just grow a beard. Bitch, I can't. Don't you think I would have done that? Besides, it's not the chins on stage. It's the it's just the gut. It's bad. If you haven't seen it, go look at my uh, any social media. It's on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Friendster, Farmers Only. It's on all of them. What's up, Nick? Good to see you, buddy. Um, Yeah, it's so good to have Brandon Martinez in the fucking chat today that's what's up uh damn it i knew i was gonna be gone when i left the team and went home this week yep 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 uh let's see okay we got a lot to discuss so first things first chizat 
I wanted to update you a couple things about the show and then about me and, and scheduling and whatnot. And then we will get to the sports because we got a lot of sports to discuss. I promise. Uh, just watching the new one on IG. Hilarious. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate that, buddy. Um, this is a, that's a true story, too. No lie. That's a, that's a dead-ass true story. That really happened. The guy was like, that, that was, that's true. And he's like a, not a famous comic, but he's a comic that hangs out with a famous comic. It was super weird. Um, Trader Pookie said, well, it does help that you're constantly rubbing your belly in those clips either, Barry. Well, like, like not rubbing them is going to hide the fact. Like, oh, if you wouldn't have rubbed your belly, I would have never known that you had that big fat fucking belly. Come on, fam. What are we talking about? I mean, what are we talking about? You're like, you might as well be like, well, you can't wear vertical stripes. I mean, what, what are we talking Horizontal stripes. Ah, uh, Mark said at least he got to be with Panera. Oh, they're talking hockey. Shun. I'm going to go Dwight Schrute on you guys. Shun. Uh, try the diabetes medication all the stars are using to lose weight. Is that true? I mean, I might actually have diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. Do y'all remember those Wilford Brimley? Did you guys ever see the Wilford Brimley remix? The diabetes remix? Diabetes remix with Wilford Brimley. Have you guys ever seen this? Where he's like, I want to talk to you about diabetes. 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 It is the best. It's no sitting on the corner doing dope. I gotta download this. This shit is so great. It's about to go down on Barry on deck. Hold on, pimps and players and hoes and tricks. I gotta get this song. Hold on. Uh, copy. I want to talk to you about diabetes. 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 All right, get link. No, you bitch. I don't want that. Get the damn link. I hate these stupid ass sites. They always like take you to it. It's like, it's like a porn site and you're like, you click on it and it takes you to like, Oh, here's chatterbait. You're like, bitch, I don't want that. Close the window and you click on the thing again. And it's like chatterbait. You're like, I just fucking closed that window closed. And you click on it. And it's like porn hub. You're like, I don't I already know about that. Close the window. You got to like click on the shit like 10 times for it to finally open. That's what a friend said. I don't know nothing about that. What are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? All right, here we go. Uh, Wilford Brimley. By the way, I do have a couple of other videos that uh, we're going to watch. Today. Baseball videos. Baseball videos that will make you sad about baseball, uh, quite honestly. What the frick is? What the flip flower and filth wrestle frick on? What the? Hold on, Leia. Leia, player. Um. Uh, Nope. Damn it. I was so close to hell. Almost had it. There we go. And. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this with just. Oh, there we go. God dang it. Oh, well. Well, this you'll just have to ignore the fact that this says baseball. What are you doing? Just ignore that. Okay. We'll just. We'll pretend that didn't happen, and then that this is just a Wilford Brimley uh, diabetes commercial. You ready? You ready, chat? You ready? You ready? I'm here at Liberty Medical, and there's something I want you to hear. 
cured my diabetes not diabetes diabetes make sure you spell it right diabetes 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 oh my god that's from like i'll tell i'll be honest with you i think i learned about that anybody remember listening to jim rome uh chat put a one in the thank chat you. if you used to listen to jim rome sean thank you for the sub sean just resubscribed for 12 months sean hates months that's a fact sean hates months he hates days and calendars, but he still did it. He loves subbing to Barry on deck, though. Okay. Diabetes. Uh, okay, so Flip used to listen to Jim Rome. Okay. Um, yeah, put a one in the chat if you used to listen to Jim Rome, because what I'm about to say will make sense to only those of you that used to listen to Romy Rome. Romy Rome in the house. If you want to be with a winner, you got to drop that chicken dinner. Uh, okay, a lot of Romy Rome fans. All right. I like that Alex doesn't even follow fucking instructions. I should ban you for the whole show, Alex. Just the whole show. Just the whole shooting match. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, I should. There you go. Uh, Steven Luther just resubscribed. Thank you, buddy. 12 months on Prime. Let's go. He said, good afternoon, Barry and Deckheads. Good afternoon, Stephen Luth. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Uh, we about to fax into VOD. No, KB Holmes. We're not going to fax in. Clones. I have a fax from you clones. Oh, this is all the stuff I'm supposed to mail out. That's a good thing I found that. Um, the Where I got this diabetes uh, video was from a website, actually a message board, called Stucknut. A guy named Steve, uh, Stephen H-Town, here in Houston, created a message board for Jim Rome uh, for the clones called Stucknut because Stucknut was a um, an advertiser on uh, the jungle with Jim Rome. So there's, I wonder if it's still around. I bet you, I wonder if my account is still active. It used to get absolutely insane. 
Oh my God, it's still there. When's the last time somebody posted on this? Oh wow, they still do the smack off. Oh my God, they still do the smack off. Holy shit. I wonder if Steve still owns this. Yeah, Stuck Nut is still a thing. Wow. Oh man, my uh my login is still there. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, the jungle is still around, huh, Flip? That's interesting. Uh, I remember Rome when ESPN2 was getting started. No, no, no. We're talking radio. It's more uh, he on before my show. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it, uh, it, it, it it was good listening back in the day, but then, like, the clones had their own thing. So, Stuck Nut used to be a message board, and that's where I learned about the diabetes thing. Okay, so there's that. Uh, a couple other announcements for the show. One, we are, Jim, Jen and I are working on getting a March Madness bracket going. I don't know what the prizes will be. We'll give away something. Maybe some new merch. Uh, maybe some cash. I don't know yet, but it's going to be free to play. Uh, all you have to do is be a Patreon member. It's only going to be open for Patreon members. So if you're not a Patreon member, yeah, you won't get to be able to get in and, uh, and, and play. But if you are, you're in. So. If you want to be in, you don't have to be in, but you know, what the hell? You might as well. Stuck nut was Chris Reyes's stripper name. Nice. Uh, first place, diabetes testing supplies. There you go. Diabetes testing. My bad. I said it wrong. I didn't put the Edis on the end. I put the Edis and it's the Edis. You're right. Um, yeah. So we're going to have a March Madness bracket. Okay. Also programming note. <laughs> I don't know why I hit that. I really just meant to be boop, 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 boop. Let me see what we agreed to. Hold on. I got to go back and check here where my text is from my dude. Um, I have. <clears throat> um. Okay, there we go. Cool. So. For the remainder of the basketball... So what's up, CC? Good to see you, sweetie. For the remainder of the basketball season, I have secured a guest to come on and talk NBA hoops. We used to get Kelly Eco, um, you know, and then we just had scheduling conflicts, and he was busy, and so I just... Uh, we moved on. Um, but... I have a new person that is going to be with us every single week on Thursday at 4.15 to talk college basketball. So that means we probably have to move three-hour Thursday to something like Wednesdays or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, But it's only for the remainder of the basketball season, which there's not much left. But I am happy to announce that joining me every Thursday at 4.15 p.m., Right here on Barry on Deck. A man that knows more about basketball than most of us will ever care to learn. Joe Blake in the motherfucking house. Let's go. Let's go. That's right. We worked it out. Joe Blake going to join me every Thursday at 4.15 for about 15 or 20 minutes to talk NBA basketball. We'll talk Rockets, but we will run the gamut. So uh, if you have basketball questions that you're interested in, you don't trust my knowledge, well, fucking hang around for Joel on Thursdays and 
We'll get those questions answered. So Joe Blank going to be joining me every Thursday at 4.15 for, like I said, 15, 20 minutes, just talking NBA, hanging out, just two pals. Also, um, at least through spring training, we haven't confirmed the regular season of baseball, although I don't see why it wouldn't happen. Uh, but yeah, Booty Clapper said I'm not allowed to troll Joel. No, no, you're not. Um, but also joining me during spring training periodically, I don't know how often I'm going to be able to get him, but, uh, Apollo Dez, Dez from Apollo Media <laughs> is going to be joining me from spring training in Florida, uh, to talk baseball Astros and what he's seeing and what's going on. So a lot of good stuff happening. Don't forget another programming note. I am uh, going to be on the Isaiah factor tonight. It's uh, the show starts at 1030. Uh, excuse me. So show starts at 1030, tune into the Isaiah factor or record it. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about yet. Excuse me, but it's going to be uh, good. I'm sure they always come up with some crazy shit for us to talk about. So uh, that should be interesting. You should get it sponsored by men's health clinic and call that segment shooting blanks. It's not bad. It's not. I'll Joel would hate that though. He absolutely would hate that. Um, Apollo on deck. I have promised Des that we need to do a patio show one day. And uh, and I promised him we're going to do that. So I'll, I'll live up to that. Oh, by the way, another programming note. We didn't do uh, the last Wednesday of the month was last week, a week ago tomorrow. It was February 22nd. But my, both myself and Trey forgot. So we're just going to pretend like there's 29 days in February. And we're going to do uh, Trey on deck on Barry on deck on the patio tomorrow. So Trey Tutson going to be joining me tomorrow. Busy, busy times. Uh, I'm guessing next week we'll start having Apollo Dez on. Maybe, uh, maybe on Tuesdays. Then we'll we'll have a jam packed lineup. Jenny is mom on Monday. Apollo Dez on Tuesday. Joe Blank on Thursday. Uh, and then I'm going to try to start booking some different guests to hang out for 30 minutes or an hour or so. I've already confirmed that Indy Kalu is going to join me on the show. Talk about his well over 10 plus years on the market uh, on radio here in Houston, Texas, plus NFL and everything else. Um, but I wanted to uh, I wanted to have my guy on, man. He uh, he had an illustrious career in this city, both as a player and as a radio guy. So I thought it would be cool to have him back. He's been on the show before, but have him back and uh, just ch- chit chat a little bit about it because the end of an era occurred when in the trenches went away so uh he's already said yes he's in and i'm working on other guests so we'll get all them lined up eventually and it'll be cool all right i believe that is all the show announcements march madness let's see yeah march madness joel uh apollo des indy uh yeah, we got it all. And, and yes, I'm going to tell you the story about me almost fighting uh, a fast food worker at Wendy's. I'll tell you the story. It's going to happen. It's just not going to happen yet because we got a lot of shit to get to. So let's do our sports headlines. Uh, we have a birthday and then uh, and then we'll keep rolling. All right, it's sports headlines for the day. Uh, sources are saying that the Lakers are going to have to reassess and will reassess LeBron James in a couple of weeks. I didn't update any of the fucking, well, I didn't update his picture. That's Vance Joseph. That's not uh, LeBron James. FYI that, that guy right there. Yeah. Just, just heads up. That's not LeBron James. Daddy was in a hurry. Okay. Forgot to update that picture. It's whatever. 
Uh, but they are going to reassess LeBron. Uh, said he heard something pop in his ankle when he went down a couple nights ago. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, if if he cannot play for an extended period of time, that's uh, that's turn out the lights. The party's over for the Lakers. It ain't happening. Oh, there's your breaking news. Blackhawks to trade Kane to the Rangers. There you go. Patrick Kane, gone! For a conditional 2023 second-round pick and a fourth-round pick. So if you're a hockey fan, there you go. You got your fill. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give you some in, uh, insight on the injury. Suffered the injury and Sunday's went over the Mavs following a drive on Dwight Powell. He did say, and you could see the video where he said, I heard it pop. I heard it pop. Um, doesn't say what it is though. Injured right foot. So I don't even see what it says. Expected to extend beyond the checkpoint. <sighs> so I don't know. Uh, it could be a while. It could be a while. Lakers are a half game back at the final play-in spot. And we're going to look at power rankings here in a second. But no bueno for the Lakers and LeBron James. Speaking of injuries, LaMelo Ball of the Charlotte Hornets out for the season. The remainder of the season after suffering a fracture in his right ankle. Uh, This is the same ankle that he has sprained several times throughout the year. Uh, So now it's uh, officially been fractured and he gone. So uh, that sucks for LaMelo. Both balls are out now. I didn't, that was unintentional. My, I'm sorry. But both balls are on the sidelines, not participating. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hate it when both balls are out. A lot of people hate it when both balls are out. A lot of people, some people like it when both balls are out. I'm not one of those guys. I think that, you know, overall it's better when your balls are, when the balls are in, but when they're out, okay, you know what? I'll shut the fuck up. Kevin Durant is going to debut for the Suns on Wednesday versus the ballless Charlotte Hornets. Okay. See, that's not good. Uh, a last one. You know, if I'm going to talk about him when he's out here winning these cupcake-ass bullshit fights, you know I'm damn sure going to bring it up when Jake Paul loses. <laughs> if there was any... Yes, I'm a hater, bitch. Put it on my tab. Fuck that dude. Uh, Jake Paul lost to Tommy Fury via split decision. You got to give him credit for that. But if you look at the CompuBox numbers, it wasn't close, and it should not have been a split decision. He got one knockdown. Fury's footwork got sloppy, which he's not a great fighter, Tommy Fury. He's a, you know, he's but he's better than any of the trash cans that Jake Paul has fought until this point. So you see what happens when Jake Paul, Jake Paul fights an actual boxer. And not even a great one or a good one. I mean, maybe one day Tommy Fury will be great, but right now, yeah, He was sloppy too, but he had better overall um, skills and a better skill set than what Jake Paul showed. But all you got to do, I mean, if you know the fight game and you watch Jake Paul, it's obvious that dude doesn't know what he's doing. And now he's going to fight MMA. <laughs> uh, I was going to say both balls hurt. Yes, that was that was the joke. Someone tell LeVar Ball he's got some weak-ass kids. That's not nice. When you turn it in, cough through both balls, jump. You guys. You just couldn't have just, you, just, you guys just couldn't have left it alone. 
We had a fun little moment. We tee hee 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 heed about the ball jokes. And then you guys had to go in the chat and fucking ruin it. Ivan said I won $150 off some fanboys. For what, Ivan? For for what? Barry likes when both your balls are working. Okay. Uh, no, Nick, don't blame me. Don't blame me. Yeah, Jake Fall. Jake Fail. That Jake Fall is a pretty good one, right? Jake Fall, because he he did fall. Um I don't know what Ivan is talking about. I don't know. Uh, oh, I had to restart my damn phone. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Ivan said I might bet against the Lakers tonight. Yeah, that'd probably be pretty good. That'd probably be a pretty good idea. All right. Uh, so there you go. There's your sports headlines. Did I get them all? Did I get them all? Did I get them all? Yeah, yeah. Because Tommy Fury was the last one. So, uh, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, we got that out of the way. Um, any... Uh, Anything else that we need to we need to go over? Fuck. God bless. Anything else that we need to go over? God! Always one team. What is happening right now? I'm trying to play the happy birthday song because we have a birthday and you're out here timing people out and kicking them off the show and he did nothing to you. Nothing to you. I mean, at your point, you can do what you want. It's fine. Why would you time out Ivan? He did nothing. Ivan was just hanging out, being a cool guy, and truck driver Pookie had to go be a dick. I swear to God, y'all abuse this so much. What a jerk-ass jerk. It wasn't even good. Like It wasn't even like, uh, ha-ha. What a shit-ass time to use it, TDP. What a shit-ass time to use it. But, I mean, it's yours, so CeCe done got him. Damn, CeCe, how many times did you tiny him out for? One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> CeCe timed him out. He's going to be gone for like a whole week. All right. Um, we have in our midst, ladies and gentlemen. More funky-ass music. Let's go! He is gonna miss the show, Donna. I need to like somebody remind me in ten minutes to untime his ass out. Yo! Ooh, that Adderall's ready. Let's go. Uh, it's ten minutes, not six minutes. Thank you, CC. Oh, happy birthday! Um, I'm going to do a shot in his honor. Don't worry that this shot has fizz in it. It's not Diet Coke. I promise. This is alcohol because I'm an adult and I don't, I'm not some puss that can't shoot alcohol. Oh, my, uh, my whiskey has bubbles in it. Is that his name? Yo, hey, for real though, uh, happy birthday to my dude, my ace, my guy, BZH420, Brian Henson, Pimp, Pimpalicious, Brian, I hope you have a kick-ass birthday, man, I hope you get roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is. 
you're into, you know, butt stuff. Keep your balls in. Love you, buddy. Happy birthday. Cheers. shot technically this is a shot of that but i did it i did it i guess i could have done one Alan Disney, good to see you, buddy. Uh, BZH is already partying. I bet you. I bet you he is. Uh, all right. So I think that's it. I think we got all of our, yep, we got uh, brackets and Joel and all the show announcements. And uh, okay. Well, I guess that's the show, folks. I'll see y'all tomorrow. All right. Um, let's, let's, do we want sports or do we want to hear the story of a lovely lady? Uh, do you want to guys want to hear the story about how I almost fought a guy at Wendy's? If this was radio in that 256, I'd be like, well, I will uh, tell you that story right on the other side of these important messages. We'll be back right after this. But it's not, so I don't have to. I don't have to do that. I can just uh, tell you the story with no teases or anything. Yes, it's story time with Uncle Barry. Gather round, kiddos. I wish I had like a sweater I could put on when I tell all my stories. All right. This is what happened. It's the truth. And for those of you like, um, well, like John Dory backed up a story I told on their show and people were like, that didn't happen. Like when I, when I told the guy to suck his son's dick at a show. Like, yeah, the, these are things that happen. I don't, I don't make this shit up, Okay. I have no reason to because weird, crazy shit always happens to me. I don't know why. I, I don't know if it's just because I'm more observant or what, but here we go. So, um, asked Nora, hey, what do you want for dinner? Well, what side of town are you going to be on? I was like, well, I'm going to run and go get some cigars from across the way on 45. She's like, oh, well, let's get Wendy's. I was like, hell yeah, we will. Hell yeah, we will. We never eat Wendy's. Let's get some Wendy's. Y'all like Wendy's? Hey, Dre, do you like Wendy's? Wendy's nuts in your mouth. Okay, I didn't even let him answer it. It doesn't matter. I was going to do it anyways. This is going to be as good as the El Paso convenience store thing. I totally forgot about that story. Was that the one where the gas was pouring out? <laughs> Fucking bitch. Um, but I got a couple of stories from El Paso, right? I had a couple that tried to take me across the border to Juarez. I had that bitch that let all the fucking gas just come out of my car. And sorry, yeah, sorry, punk bitch. Um, all right, so here's what happened. So, being the 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 uh, tech savvy man that I am, I uh, I downloaded the Wendy's app. I did. I have replaced all of my workout uh, apps, all of my fitness apps with food apps. I've got uh, Whisk, which is just recipes, but I've got, hey, who's calling me right now? I'm on a show. You dumb dick. Look at the spam. It's just un- unbelievable. Go away. And I don't, if you, if you hit no, then they know you're fucking listening. Um, <laughs> 
Cisco said I hit uh, attacked Wendy's on Twitter. Oh, that would be cool. All right, I don't know what the story is, but you said uh, I have your beef right here. No, I, I, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say where's the beef. I didn't. I didn't take the easy road. Anyways, here's all the apps that I have, right? So I downloaded the Wendy's app. I have Chick-fil-A, Subway, Mod Pizza, Whataburger, Taco Bell, Popeyes, Sam's, and H-E-B. Uh, McDonald's, Sonic, Jack in the Box, Panera, Wendy's, KFC, Chipotle. Because badass. That's why. All right. So I downloaded the Wendy's app. Now, this is true. And I don't know why I did it this way. I don't know. People don't ask, okay? I just did it this way. But I sat in the parking lot. Next to the Wendy's, right? So if you're if you know anything about the Woodlands area, uh, Donna said that looks like my phone. Yeah. Um, so it, on sawdust at the Wendy's, there's like a bigger parking lot next to it. So I sat in the parking lot next to the Wendy's. I pulled up the app. This was after I had left the cigar place. And I ordered what Nora and I wanted. And it was a lot of food, okay? Um, the order was Nora got a chili, with extra hot sauce packets on the side, a medium French fry, and a junior bacon cheeseburger. That was her order. My order was six spicy nuggets, a large fry. No, no, no. Yeah, six spicy nuggets, a large fry, the garlic fries, and they have like a, a... bacon double stack or some shit like that. Yeah, I know fat. I know. I know. We already talked about this. So that was my order, right? Two burgers, chili, garlic fries, uh, nuggets and fries. And then I got like a frosty and that was it. I like, and just the junior frosty, just, you know, because I have to, I have to sneak eat. I have to let, you know, Nora shames me. So I shame eat in the car when no one's looking. You know you do it, too. Don't even fucking lie. Half of y'all do that shit. I remember that time I caught Joel Sham eating potato chips behind a door at Gap Media. Fucking was so hungry. <laughs> shit was so great. Anyways, okay. Um, So I, I put in the order. You know, boom, I send it to the... Uh, I, I say I'm going to pick it up in the drive-thru. So all I do is I literally, I go out and I go out, tranquil right... And then the first right again is back into the Wendy's. So it's right there, right? So I pull up to the speaker. And they're like, welcome to Wendy's. Can I get you a Baconator? And I'm like, boy, I wish. And I was like, no, um, I had a to-go order. And um, he was like, oh, okay, what's the name on it? And as I look up, a car whips around me and pulls into the, 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 the lane. Now there's no cars in front of me. I'm at the speaker, but it's just like a straight shot. You know what I mean? Like I can see all the way to the second window where they tell you to pull up and onto the street. So as I'm like, Oh yeah, the name of my order is this car pulls up to the window and goes around me. And I was like, the name's Barry. And he goes, all right, Barry, pull up to the second window. And so uh, now I'm like, well, where the fuck did this car come from? I was like, oh, well, maybe they messed up his order. So I pull up and uh, I hear him go mobile order. I was like, motherfucker, you could have waited in line behind me, you asshole. 
And so he's like, shows them their phone, and they go and get his mobile order. You forgot something. And it took forever. And I was like, you're a punk-ass bitch, by the way, for not getting in line. And I actually honked. Okay, I did. I honked, and I went, so much for a fucking line. That's all I did. I just said, so much for the fucking line. My window was down. His window was down. And then the window at Wendy's was open. No big deal. Dude didn't even acknowledge me. Didn't give a shit. Oblivious. Didn't give a fuck. Didn't care. He just got his food. Drove off. But as he drove off, I gave him a damn good honking. Solid honking, too. Not a little beep. It was more like, ah. But he kept going. It's fine. No big deal. No harm, no foul. People are rude. That's how it works. So I pull up to the window and this little younger dude. Uh, oh, snap. What's up? Welcome to the D burn show coming in with the rain. What is up? Yo, thank y'all for the raid D burn show coming in big time. What's up, man? Thank you for the raid. Uh, welcome to the show, welcome to the program. My name is Barry Lavinac. This is Barry on Deck. I am your host. Uh, we talk sports and not sports and tomfoolery and shenanigans. Three-hour show. We do a Monday through Thursday. Uh, I spent seven years on ESPN Radio here in Houston, Texas. I am a nationally touring stand-up comedian. And so now I just do this and do comedy. So welcome, man. D. Burns Show. Appreciate the, uh, the love, man. Thank you for the raid. And uh, I see we got a shout out in the chat. That's dope. Let me go. Uh, let me go get this follow in. Boom! All right, follow is complete, my friends. Yeah, if you're coming in on the raid, do me a favor, hit refresh, or click that link in the chat, and uh, Twitch will count you because Twitch is kind of a bitch about that. So it's kind of they're kind of hoey about it. But yeah, do that. Uh, click that, then uh, much appreciated. All right. Yeah, thank you guys for the raid, man. I uh, hope you had a good stream. I don't know. What were you guys talking about? Um, what were you guys discussing? Um, looks like pig skins and pinfalls. Okay. Well, that's what's up, man. Thank you for the raid. All right. Back to the... So, for those of you coming in on the raid, D-Burn Show, appreciate you. Uh, I was telling a story about how I almost fought a Wendy's uh, drive through worker uh, on Saturday. So, the guy does the little thing in front of me, and, and you guys haven't missed much of the story. Oh, it's a weekly sports podcast day. That's what's up, man. That's dope, man. It's tough to find sports shows during the day. So uh, you and me just rolling. Uh, anyways, so the guy leaves. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, what was that? Jared Taylor with the gift of sub, man. Thank you, homie. Let's go. So, um, so that guy drives off, and I pull up, right? And I pull up to the window, and there's this young kid working the window. And I was like. And I, and I look at him and I go, yeah, so much for waiting in line like an adult. And the kid just looks at me and he starts laughing. He goes, <laughs> and I was like, why the fuck is he? Like, I'm not trying to be funny, bro. That, that, that pissed me off. Like, he should have waited in line behind me. I have a mobile order. He had a mobile order. He's not special. I follow protocol. Protocol says you pull up, you go to the drive-thru, you, you say you have a mobile order. They start making your shit, and you pull up to the window like, a, like an adult. You get in line. You don't fucking skip seize the line just because you have a mobile order. You want to do that shit? Go inside, asshole. 
Anyways, so the kid laughs at me. No big deal. I was like, yeah, hey, I got a mobile order for Barry. He's like, okay. And then he closes the window. And I'm kind of like looking in there still. And, and he starts laughing again. Like he kind of, you know, yeah, you know, when, you know, when people are talking shit about you, you know what I mean? Like you get that vibe because everybody in there now is like, like if this, if this is, if this is the window out to the car, right? Somebody will be like getting a drink and they'll go. Now they're all just like looking randomly and laughing. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll probably deserve that a little, little hot headed, little hot headed over cutting in line at 48 years old. That's probably, you know, a little much, no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. So they open the window and, um, and so they, 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 they hand me, uh, two, uh, well, first he hands me, uh, yeah, two bags, he hands me two bags. They're both sealed, right? Taped up. And then he hands me um, my junior Frosty. And I was like, is there a spoon in the bags for the Frosty? And he goes, yeah. I was like, cool. Okay. Um, so I, I, I get it all. And I was like, is that it? He goes, yeah, that's it. And I was like, thanks. Appreciate it. And then he's, he's smiling again. He's like smiling, laughing a little bit, whatever. Okay. Uh, whatever. So um, I, I pull forward. I love that you, all you guys are like, oh, he's spitting your food. How, how, how the fuck would he spit in my food within three seconds? The story's not even to the part where I got the fucking food yet. And you guys are already saying he's spitting my goddamn food. Do you want to hear the story or not people? For fuck's sake. Do you want to hear the story or do you want to write your own? Jesus Christ. I'm shutting the chat. I don't give a fuck. I'm just telling the story without you guys. So, um, so I, I pull forward as I often do when I get fast food. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, leave without it. So I pull forward and, uh, I open the first bag and it's Norris French fries and my nuggets and the garlic fries. Cool. Now the nuggets are not in the little chute, the little tub, the little holder. The nuggets are scattered to and fro within the bag. There's just nuggets, just wild nuggets. Just, I mean, there's, you know, none of the cows are in the barn. All the nuggets are just out roaming around. And, um, all right, I'm closing this window too because I can still see the chat and I don't give a fuck what y'all have to say while I'm telling this fucking story. Because sometimes y'all ruin it. So, this is, this is the one good thing about telling stories on radio. I didn't have to see the fucking chat. Just chiming in. Let me finish first, for fuck's sake. So, I don't see... There's no burger in there. That's okay. I opened the other bag, and that is Norris Chili. And that's it. And one spoon. But that's the chili spoon. So, now I'm like, bro, first of all, you didn't give me my burgers, and you didn't give me a spoon for the Frosty. So, I'm already pulled forward, and now there's a car... In line. And I'm like, well, fuck. Now I got to pull all the way around, right? So I pull around to, to go to the speaker again. And there's two fucking cars in line now. And that car that was in line before I started to pull around the building is gone. Here's the dilemma. Do I go around and cut these people? Because I just talk shit 
about waiting your turn. But damn it, I've already been through this. I just need my burgers. Like you just didn't give me my burgers and my spoon. So I, but I'm like, well, fuck, I can't skip now because I just talk shit. I mean, I honked at the dude. I talked shit to the window guy. Well, I didn't talk shit to him. But I just said so much for waiting in line. I mean, like now I look like an asshole. I look like a hypocrite. I can't do that. So I just sit there for like 10 minutes while both of these cars in front of me order and then get their order and then drive off. And I pull up to the window and I'm like, uh, hey, and the lady goes, can I help you? Well, so I met the speaker and she was like, can I help you? You want to try bacon? And I was like, no, I just had a mobile order. You guys did give me my burgers. She goes, okay, pull forward. So I pull forward. She's like, what happened? I was like, well, I had a junior bacon cheeseburger and a bacon double stack. And they're not in the bag. You didn't give me those. She goes, okay, what'd you have? I had a, had a junior bacon cheeseburger and a, uh, a bacon double stack. It was, it was on the order for Barry, a mobile order. She goes, got it. Um, what was it? It was a junior bacon cheeseburger. And she goes, got it. And she just shut the window. And then when she shut the window, that little young ass kid that was helping me earlier is standing there and he looks and he starts laughing again. (laughs) And now his buddy and they're chatting and they're laughing again. And I'm like, I don't know why this motherfucker keeps laughing at me, but whatever. I mean, you know, it's a punk ass kid. He's probably fucking, I don't know. I don't know how old this motherfucker is. Whatever. He's a kid. He's working here. Whatever. No big deal. So three or four minutes later, this bitch comes back with a junior bacon cheeseburger and hands it to me in a bag. She goes, here you go. I was like, awesome. Thanks. And I look in the bag and it's one burger. It's a junior bacon cheeseburger. So I set it down and she had closed the window and I was like, oh, well maybe they're still making the double stack. So I'll wait. I put that burger on the side with the other food. I, ma'am, Beep, beep, ma'am, I don't, I need a spoon for my frosting. She goes, oh yeah, here you go. She hands me a spoon, shuts the door. I was like, all right, well, they're just making my burger. So I, I started eating my junior frosty and fucking eating. And I finish the junior frosty and these motherfuckers still have not brought the other burger. So then finally, and they're like looking at me and they're, they're laughing or whatever. I don't know. And then, then this bitch comes back to the window and she goes, can I help you? I was like, yeah, I need my other burger. She goes, what other burger? So at this point, I'm trying not to, because this is my burger, right? Now, all of Nora's food is in the car and I have one thing left and I'm trying not to get it spit in. So I was like, ma'am, here's the receipt. Uh, and I get the receipt off of the fucking thing and I hand it to her. I was like, you still owe me a bacon double stack. And she goes, oh, okay. And she closes the window and she goes away for a second and she comes back and she goes, it was a bacon double stack or a double stack. I don't know the Lord's prayer, but I, sometimes I'll make up my own. I'll be like, yay, though I walk through the shadow, sh- uh, valley of the shadow of these stupid bitches. I shall fear no Wendy's worker. I'm going to fuck these people up. In my mind, that's what I'm doing, but I'm trying to be calm because, again, I'm not trying to get my shit spit in. So I was just like, it was a bacon double stack. She was like, okay. Closes it. 
comes back in two minutes, hands me a bag. Well, that should be it. I was like, well, fucking thanks. That only took for 30 fucking minutes. Now that I got my food, I'm like, ha I'm going to talk a little shit. So I go to pull off and I stop and I open up the burger that's supposed to be the bacon double stack. Just to look, just to make sure, you know, bacon's there. Now, I don't know what the fuck this is, but it ain't a bacon double stack. It's one patty. There's no bacon. There's a fucking ghost pepper sauce included. I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? So instead of circling again, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. No, fuck this shit. And I back my car up and, the, and I, I, I go inside. And now they were supposed to be closing on the uh, inside, but they had forgot to lock the door. They fucked up because it was already mopped. So I walk in and I go up to the counter and they're all just fucking standing around. And first person that's closest to me, I was like, hey, you come here. Yeah. Uh, this was supposed to be a bacon double stack and it ain't none of that shit. There ain't no bacon. There ain't no double. There ain't no fucking stack. What the fuck are y'all doing? How hard is it to make one fucking burger? Like you guys fuck this order up 15 different ways. Like just give me my burger, bro. I've been sitting here for 30 fucking minutes. All my food is cold. And that, that, that punk ass kid that was in the fucking window is laughing again. And I was like, okay. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. So the lady, now they're on the fucking little horn thing. They're like, uh, 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 Cheryl, bacon double stack. I'm like, bro, you don't need to ask permission to make the motherfucker. I, I bought it. I paid for it. Just make my fucking burger. Like, this is ridiculous. Look, I get people fuck up. But I got to make 19 trips to a fucking Wendy's. But I'm trying to be like super calm. I'm not like losing my shit yet, but I'm getting angry. And then I look and that kid is, I don't know what he's doing, but he's at like the soda machine and he's laughing. And so they, I'm watching the lady make my burger, by the way, because I'm not fucking stupid and you know, they're going to be rubbing their puss on it and all that. I ain't doing all that. So. I watch her make them. She gets two patties off the grill, the, the bird, and then the bacon, and the bloop, 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 wraps it up and hands it to the dude. And he comes walking over and he's got it in his hand, like if this is the burger. And he's like, sir, and I was like, give me my burger. And he was like, I'm gonna put it in the bag. I was like, I don't want no fucking bag. And I grabbed it out of his hand. I was like, I don't need no fucking bag. I got 18 bags in the fucking car, man, full of cold ass food. And that's when I was just like, you know what? Fuck this whole Wendy's. Fuck this whole thing. And I looked at the dude that had been laughing dead in his eyes. And I was like, and I don't know what the fuck you're laughing at, motherfucker. But if you want something funny, come on back from behind that counter and I'll show you what the fuck is funny. Come on. Come on. I don't know why the fuck you think this is funny, bro. But bring your ass over here and catch this ass whooping and we'll see how funny it is. Come on, man. Come on. I was so mad. He was like, I'm not laughing at you. I was like, the fuck you ain't laughing at me. Come on, man. How the fuck you going to laugh at anybody, bro? You work at Wendy's. Fuck you. Who are you laughing at, homie? Come on. Come on. Come come get funny on this side, motherfucker. Come on. And his his manager was like, 
uh, sir, uh, sir, listen, it was probably, there was something on the intercom. I was like, man, don't give me that shit. I watched this motherfucker and you and him and him sit there and giggling as I'm sitting in that fucking window waiting on my food fucking 15 different times. I was like, I don't know why y'all think this is such a fucking joke or what's so funny, but I'm here to tell you I will whoop everybody in this fucking Wendy's ass right now. We can do it one at a time or we can all get it. Come on. Oh, I was so mad. And the kid was like, I wasn't laughing at you. I was like, bitch, come across this counter. Please, please come across this counter. And Nora was like, well, maybe he was 16. I was like, that motherfucker wasn't 16, first of all. Ain't no 16-year-old working at Wendy's like that. Second of all, I don't give a fuck. You're old enough to get a job. You're old enough to get these hands, okay? You're old enough to laugh at me through the fucking window. You can catch an ass whooping. I'm not going to check a motherfucker's ID before I whoop his ass. Oh, boy, I was so mad. Um, But... He, he was like, I, 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 I was like, come on, man. Come on, hop across this counter. Let's see what's funny. He didn't. He went to the back. Uh, homie that had my burger was like, sir, can you just leave? I was like, yeah. I said, I've been trying to leave for 30 fucking minutes, but you dumbass motherfuckers can't even make a hamburger right. And I wanted to flip something. <laughs> but then I was like, no, that's too much. That's, that's doing the most. I start flipping shit, and that's how you end up on TikTok. So. I was just like, y'all can all suck it. And I left. That was it. That was my big, that was my big exit. I didn't really have nothing else. After you already threatened to whoop somebody's ass, there's really no like exit. But I just like, y'all can all suck it. And then I started to walk out and I was like, uh, you know, then, then you really gotta, you gotta, you gotta get the volume up as you leave. Especially after that poor line. I was like, I don't know who the fuck y'all, I'll fuck, fuck around and find out is what's going to happen up in this as I'm leaving. I got out the car and I was like, I'm hungry as fuck, man. I'm glad that dude didn't fight me. I'm famished. I don't know that <laughs> I don't know that I would have whooped anybody in that fucking Wendy's. I'm fat, I'm old, I'm out of shape. But I was so mad. I, I called Nora. I was like, I almost I think I would have been on TikTok, babe. And she was like, Why? And so I told her the story. She was like, Well, first of all, what in the fuck? She's like, second of all, you can't be fighting people at fast food places. I was like, Well, if they're gonna sit there and disrespect me. Like they did, just looking at me and laughing in my face. I'm not going to put up with that. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're not going to disrespect me like that. She was like, oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> and she was like, well, did you get all the food? I was like, yeah, but it's probably cold. She was like, well, just, just fucking just come home. Um, so all the shit was cold. It wasn't even good. And I'm like, team fuck Wendy's now. I don't even, even want to eat there no more. It wasn't even good. Um, and then what did I, oh, she said something. What the fuck was she going to tell me? Oh, fuck. I remember. I don't remember now. But she had said something that I was like, uh, no, that, I don't remember what it was. She said something about, what if they would have all jumped you at the same time? I was like, listen, that don't happen at Wendy's, okay? I'm smart enough to know, to pick my battles. There's, there's, there's two employees in the, in the food business you don't fight. You don't fight people that work at Popeye's and you don't fight people that work at Waffle House. Wendy's, I'll fight a whole fucking Wendy's. I don't give a fuck. I used to work at Wendy's. I can tell you, ain't nothing but bitch asses working at Wendy's. All, all of them. So I was like, no, I don't give a fuck. Baby, can't be trying to fight. I'm like, look, you think I'd have done that shit at Popeye's? Hell no. Not catching that ass whooping at Popeye's. I don't think so. Wendy's though? Come on. I'm scared of them punk ass Wendy's workers. I ain't doing it. So there you go. That was uh 
I thought for like a split second that he was going to come and and fight me too. When I was like, come on, bitch, come across this counter. Let's see what's funny. Cause he started to walk towards me. But what ended up happening was like, that was the window. And then the, the manager's office was that way. So it was like an L shape. So as he was coming this way, I thought, Oh, this motherfucker's going to come across and I'm going to fuck around and find out. And then he, he just took a left and went down towards the, the back and shit. I was like, bitch, I don't know. And Nora told me, <laughs> she was like, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work on your temper. And I was like, well, now's not the fucking time to tell me. You don't tell someone that they need to work on their temper when they're angry. You got to wait until they're not angry. That's the appropriate time. She don't know. She's, she's, she's bad at that. So, uh, all right, there you go. There's my Wendy's story. Uh, boy, I was pissed. Yeah, I probably do need to go to anger management, evil death. Now I can pull the screen back up because I don't want to see y'all's comments and shit. I don't know. It's probably going to do nothing but make me angry again, especially since I'm sick and don't feel good. Um, H-E-B's calling me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. I got to go get my fucking groceries. Yes, I'll, I'll be there, bitch. Hold on. Y'all don't even text me and tell me the shit was ready, man. H-E-B, they don't fuck around. Once your food's ready, they're like, come get your shit. Come get your shit. Uh, Amos said, little man wasn't about to fight over a $7 and 25 cent an hour job. Well, I mean, but that's the thing, bro. Like if you're going to sit there and key, key, key that shit up, you know what I mean? Like disrespect somebody will be mad enough to follow through with it. Like you, you think it's that funny. Come on over here. And that's cause that's the thing. Nora's like, why do you do that shit? I'm like, you know what? I I'm all right with certain, certain things. What I don't, what I won't put up with is like people disrespecting me. That's a, I don't know for some reason why that's a hang up on me, but like there's a lot of shit that I'll just like whatever. I don't whatever. You know, you know I'm not gonna get upset or want to fight you, but for some reason, like when motherfucker, when I feel like people are blatantly disrespecting me to my face, nah, I can't do that. I'm, you got. I'll invite you to uh to to an ass whooping party. Um, don't beat up don't beat up H E B now. You'll get banned. See, like, why would I beat up H-E-B, bro? They're not going to, they didn't do nothing. But see, this, you guys. One of those Wendy's hoes did not get me sick. No, that is not true. Because Nora would be sick, too. So, uh, I don't know what it was, to be honest with you. It might be, uh, they might have gave me COVID. All right, so that's that. Um, yep. Got Wilford Brimley out the way. Got the birthday out the way. Okay. I got plenty of shit to get to. What time is it? 326. I'd take Barry Papa Bane said. I mean, right now you probably would Papa Bane. Um, just because I'm so out of shape. 100% out of shape. Like I, I probably got, I don't know, two, three good minutes in me. Maybe in a fight. And that's a long time to go in a fight too. Two to three minutes. But I think I could pace myself good enough. You you're gonna have to come with a flurry of activities, um, but if you can if you can outlast that two to three minutes, then yeah, you you probably end up taking me because that's then I'm 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 gassed I'm spent after that. 
But now, if I get my cardio up and drop some weight, careful what you wish for, pimp. Uh, what's up, Clarence? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Uh, when we see fights at Chick-fil-A, it's time to close up shop on Earth. Yeah, right? I don't think I've ever wanted to fight a Chick-fil-A person. Like, never, ever. Uh, never. Barry's BMI is buttermilk index. I guess. What's up, Muscle Man? Thank you for the follow, Pip. <laughs> Clarence in the building. Clarence, one of the uh, roughnecks. Roughnecks. Uh, yeah, three minutes, Flip. That's what I said. Three minutes. That's about. That's about all I could go. I think in like a, like a tussle. I know, Flip. You want to make that a sex joke? Chat. You guys have got to be better today. I'm in a foul mood, and y'all know when y'all come with this weak shit that it only makes me angrier. Be better. If you're going to make jokes, be better today. Uh, be honest, it's hard to beat someone up when they say, how may I serve you? Oh, or my pleasure. I wonder if like you beat, if you fought somebody at Chick-fil-A, like as you beat their ass, they're like, my pleasure. Be like, yeah, take this pop, pop, pop. They're like, my pleasure, sir. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, what are we going to talk about? Basketball, blah, 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 blah. Let's, let's, let's discuss some baseball for just a second. Because baseball has lost its mind. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but there were two different instances where, uh, hey, what's up, Panthers Rule 87? Do you do NFL mock drafts? Uh, Good question. First of all, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Uh, I do not do mock drafts. Uh, One, I'm not like, um, I don't study it like that. I mean, I bring people on to talk about mock drafts and stuff like that, but no, I don't sit here and and speculate and shit like that. It's I'm more of a um, it's more of an opinion show. You know what I mean? I'll give you opinions on the draft or what you know what I think might happen, this, that, and the other. But I don't I don't do that kind of shit. I don't know. It's just uh, it's just it's a sports talk show. It's pretty laid back. Um, man, we just we talk about sports. We talk about what's going on. We bullshit and uh, tell jokes and yeah. So, no, I don't do that, though. That's not my thing. It's just like uh, fantasy. I don't usually do fantasy advice. That's not my thing either. So, um, <clears throat> All right. So, that Sunday game looked empty as fuck, uh, Ivan said, about the Roughnecks. Well, I mean, it's going to get there. You know, I mean, what do you expect? It's a, it's an XFL game. It ain't going to be packed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I would say, I don't know, just okay. TV looked hella empty. Maybe I'm comparison to the first game. Oh, well, I mean, it did, but six XFL, bro. All right, so baseball lost its mind over the weekend. As you know or may have heard, there's a pitch clock, but there's also a batter's clock. So batters have to be in the box and be ready to hit by the time the pitch clock expires. If they don't, it's a strike. So as a batter, you have to be, and there's no more of this, Altuve, you know who's fucked is Marwin Gonzalez. He'll take 19 hours in between hits. And thank God this rule didn't exist when Nomar Garcia Parra played. Garcia Parra would change shoes and, I don't know, call his mom and check his credit, like, in between at-bats, in between swings. It took forever. So now, though, you got to be in and be ready. And what we didn't anticipate was how this could affect games later. Check this out. Two different instances of that rule 
uh, affecting baseball. Here's the first one. Now, now notice, notice it's 6-6. Now, look, this is spring training, not a big deal. It's 6-6, though. Two outs, 3-2 count, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. I mean, this is the stuff legends are made of, right? This is how guys win jobs in spring training. 6-6. Boston, Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's been a hot young team. Good win for this young Boston, blah, blah, blah. 6-6, two outs, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, 3-2 count. And now what? He's out. They have called strike three. Wow. They called strike three saying that he wasn't in the box and ready to go. So they rung him up. The, the, the umpire basically said, you're not in the box, ready to hit. Um, that's a strike. On a 3-2 count with two outs in the bottom of the ninth and the base is loaded. And he rings him up. Uh, so Ivan said, do we see a clock on TV, that is? Uh, so far, I have not. It doesn't mean we won't, but so far, I have not. But he rang him up. Now, here's the second one. Check this out. It happened again. No, that's bullshit, dude. Now, there's, I think, some questionable language here, but this is, uh, count is one and two. And this is the same thing. I don't know what antiquated ass system they're using here, but uh, check it out. Yeah, I mean. Right there. He rang him up. Just just called oh him out. Oh, my gosh. Just gave him a strike for not being ready. And, and the question yeah. is, like, what so, part yeah. of that yeah, wasn't I mean. he ready? Right, so he's in the box, right? No, he's that's he's bullshit, set. Dude. Yeah, I mean, what do they what do they ring him up for? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So the, he's uh, like, what was that? Did he show it? So there you go. There, there is. He's he's How in the. There you go. Boom. There, look. Like he's, he's ready to hit. Look. Who are you ringing oh up? Oh my gosh! I want you to. Can you? Print that for me. <laughs> By the way, whoever posted this was like, "Why is this dude asking to print a video?" Hey, can you can you print that for me? Okay, Dad, calm down. That sounds like some shit my dad would say. Hey, hey, son, will you print that video? Bring it over. You want me to print the video for you? What are we gonna fucking like a viewfinder? You just. But that's a the problem is is that this has become a bit of a um, judgment call. It's a it's a it's not a clear cut. You know, I, I there's got to be some rules around it, and and I think that they're going to have to alter the rules for late innings. There is no way on God's green earth that you can have a baseball game decided like that. There's no way that you could have a regular season baseball game, much less a playoff game. As somebody mentioned, the World Series. Could you imagine Game Seven? I mean, there's just, you, you, you can't have this. So there's got to be some different rules made for late innings uh, or situations like that. And I think it's got to be a more definitive call than just umpire's discretion. Like, are both feet in the box? Um, well, if both feet are in the batter's box, then the pitcher should be able to pitch. And if you're required to be in the batter's box, as long as you're in the batter's box, let's play ball, right? 
I don't know. It's a pretty bad look, though. Um, and that's just two. And, um, yeah, the catfish that I agree, turn the clocks off for the ninth inning and after. I, I don't think you want that deciding the game. And there's other moments in the game where it might rear its ugly head. It's not at the end of the game necessarily, right? Think about that. How many times do you see a, a game decided in the third or fourth inning? You know, maybe somebody scores one or two runs in the first or second. And then in the fourth inning, there's a rally and they score three or four runs. And then no one scores the rest of the game. Game ends 4-2, right? But if in that rally or in a potential rally in the fifth inning, base is loaded, right? You're down. Maybe you tie it up. A base hit ties it up. Runners on, you know, base is loaded. So second or third, for sure, base hit's going to tie it up. And you call the guy out. Same thing. It's not that it happened in the ninth inning. Obviously, that's bad. But I, I there's got to be some... Um, there's got to be some ramifications put around this to where you're not killing rallies. At the same time, you don't want guys taking advantage of it. So I, I don't know what the answer is. I think you put it, you know, some some different set of rules in the eighth and ninth inning, and you have other less objective qualifications for what is and isn't ready. Two feet in the box, a bat in your hands, helmet on your head. You're you're ready. You're in. That, that, that makes the most sense. Otherwise, what are you doing? You're just out here just willy-nilly and shit. Like that don't you can't do that. Hey, uh, Eagles fan, thank you for the follow. Appreciate that, homie. MLB is writing a Dr. Seuss rhyme. It's kind of it feels like that, right? By the way, what's up, BZH420? Happy birthday, homie. You missed it earlier. I did a birthday shot for you. We sang the birthday song, and uh, yeah, we had a good time. But you missed it, homie. You out here gallivanting around on your birthday, doing stuff. Did you get a Did you get a whore for your birthday, Brian? Did you Did the wife get you like a whore or a stripper or anything fun? I hope so. Uh, I'm good, Eagles fan. How are you, man? Just sitting here, we were chit-chatting some baseball. Uh, I'm talking about these bullshit-ass rules that were going down over the weekend. Uh, Steven, the weather guy said, just limit the players to one ball cup adjustment per at-bat. Now, that's not... You never know when your balls are going to need to be fixed. But I'm just saying, like, two feet in the box. Two feet in the box, bat in your hand, you're good. Pitcher can pitch. I don't think the pitcher has to wait until they get still and all that. What are we doing? Like, if they're in the box, throw, homie. Go. Just seems simple to me, but whatever. Um, Angel Hernandez is ringing everybody up. Yeah, you kind of feel that way, right? You kind of feel like Angel can... Because that's the other thing is, if it is objective and it's close, these guys, these umpires are... They're vindictive, man. They can take that shit out on certain players they don't like. It has nothing to do with teams or trying to fix the game, but... I guarantee you, if there's a player that has been demonstrative in the past or shown them up or always been a shit talker or known to, you know, if there's bad blood between the two, you, that's just one other way for an umpire or, or to get back at a player like that, and you don't, you don't want that. Um, Clarence said, if you put different rules in the eighth or ninth, then just make different rules for the whole game. That's a slippery slope. It's a, it's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, but I, and yeah, catfish said, uh, they have different rules for the last two minutes of NFL games and overtime. Yeah. True that. 
And they, yeah, like the way they uh, run the clock versus stopping versus not stopping and all that stuff. So I get it. I get it. Um, but I think there's got to be some, and I'm, I'm not mad at baseball, but they need to, there needs to be some common sense and some normality put in place. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, it's just going to be a mess. Yeah, Altuve, cough, cough. Yeah, no shit. Just batting gloves a thousand times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Altuve, Marvin Gonzalez, uh, no more Garcia Parra back in the day would have been fucked. Uh, Eagles fan for life said I'm doing great. I wish the refs in football would be more fair uh, with the penalties. I'm 30. I remember when football was more fair and that Super Bowl call against us was really whack. Every team thinks they're look. I, I there were calls on both sides. Um, that I think, you know, like the chiefs, um, there was the, there was a catch and a fumble that was ruled not a catch and not a fumble that the chiefs, I guess, returned for a touchdown. They came back and they said he didn't make a football move. I, so if I'm going to give you, if I'm, and I agree with you that that PI shouldn't have been called. I do agree with you on that, but it's not why you guys lost. It's not why the Eagles lost. Because at the same time, the Chiefs should have had another score because that catch, dude, turned around and looked for somebody to hit. That's a football move to me. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, overall, I don't think that's why they lost. I just don't. Um, You can't turn the ball over. That's, that's just that. And, And who's to say that, you know, if they, if they get a stop there, that they don't go down and score anyways. You can't predict the future. So, I mean, we know, we know for a fact that that fumble was recovered and returned for a touchdown. That's, that's a definitive fact. What you don't know is if they don't call that PI, how the rest of that plays out, right? They, 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 might, they still might score. Uh, you know, they still might punt, fumble. I mean, anything could happen. Because I think it was third down. Yeah, I mean, they could have punted and, and uh, uh, Eagles could have fumbled it on the, on the punt return. Like, you just... It's you can't predict the future, so I'm not gonna say that cost them the game. It was a shitty call, but definitely didn't cost them the game. Uh, I even said that fumble for six points is what cost them the game. Yeah, now that was the big one. Hurts, Hurts turning the ball over and just get coughing that up. That touchdown, that's the difference, really. More than anything else, that was the difference. But it was a hell of a Super Bowl. Be hand is right. Jalen Hurts is amazing, anyways, and has to be proven uh, and has proven to be a great quarterback. I tell you what, he kind of made me a believer. I'll be honest with you. I I would have never predicted that he would play that well or get him to that point. I, I don't know if refereeing was better or not, but I think it was more consistent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sean just wants to shut down baseball. Just shut it down. Just shut down baseball. Get rid of it. No one cares. Sean just wants to shut down baseball and basketball, uh, hockey, um, Sean wants to shut down everything except Ohio State football and the NFL, right? Sean, is that about and, and stupid ass kayaks, stupid ass boats or whatever? Was that a kayak? Is that a what is that? A raft? That was stupid ass raft. Look at that dumb raft. Look at Sean's dumb raft. Big dumb kayak and raft. Sean, I don't know why I'm doing that. Uh, Eagles fan said, "Who's your NFL team?" <laughs> don't make me say it out loud. <laughs> Ah, don't make me say it out loud. <laughs> I don't want to say it out loud, mama. I don't want to say it out loud. 
I'll give you three guesses. I'll give oh yeah, and the Bears. I'll give you three guesses. Who who my team is? I'll give you three guesses. I mean, one you can kind of look at the shirt. That should give it away. If you don't guess it now, Eagles fan, there you go. Well done. Look at you. Yeah. The absolute worst team in football. Hands down, the shittiest team in football. The shittiest run franchise organization in football, too. Uh, if the defense gets one stop the second half, they're champs. There's that, too. Again, his defense kind of let him down. Uh, one of the smarter Eagles fans I've encountered. <laughs> no, John Green Bay. Damn it, John. That, what kind of dumbass guess was that? Uh, we are not coming back. We are not Super Bowl bound. Super bound, maybe. And by bound, I mean tied up and hemmed up from a shitty owner. But yeah, we're super bound. Yes. Team so bad, they can't even get the first pick in the draft. So bad. So bad. So bad. All right. Um, shit. HEB's going to get my food away. I got to I gotta text HEB. I got to. How do I text him? Hmm. I may have to. I may have to leave early. To, to go get my food before they give it away. They might actually give my shit away. Can't have that. <sighs> uh, Eagles fans said, do you think y'all would have done better with a better coach? No. That, 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 no. And I said that as much on this show back when they fired Lovey Smith. I'm like, what was anybody else going to do? This roster was garbage. It was trash. Absolute trash. From top to bottom. There was maybe... Two good players, veterans, and and a couple of young guys who you look at and go, okay. One day they'll they'll be decent football players. No, there's just no. When Brandon Cooks is one of your best players, you're fucked. No, they 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 would not have done any better. Never shit. And I literally this was my quote: You could go dig up Vince Lombardi, and they weren't winning any more games than Lovey Smith won. That 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 that, that Texans lineup was. Garbage. So, uh, yes, our QB is trash. Yes, Davis Mills is a is a fucking dumpster heap, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, everything was trash. That's a good point, Ivan. All right, let's go. Let's see here. Oh, you know what? We're here on NFL. We might as well do this for a second. So I pulled up this link. Uh, this is a link discussing. Um, 2023 NFL offseason questions, 32 team free agency draft issues. Let's discuss for a second, shall we? So here you go. This is like offseason questions, 32 teams, free agency and draft issues. So let's pull them up. Let's start with with our new guest, Eagles fans in the building. Now, Eagles fan, I appreciate you uh, following the program. Uh, Thank you for that. And I assume you're going to come back and talk sports with us and hang out. Um. So we're going to let you go first with Philly, all right? Uh, But I'm going to make the assumption you're going to come back. Now, if you never come back, I swear to God, I will. The next time I'm in Philly, I will fart on Benjamin Franklin's grave. I'll do it. I'll go right up. I farted at the Mutter Museum and caused a huge commotion. 
Don't think I won't fart on Benjamin Franklin's grave. I'll do it. I don't give a shit if he Heck invented yeah. lightning. I don't care if he invented lightning. I'll fucking do it. All right, that was stupid. Cisco! My buttons aren't working. Cisco, thank you for the gifted sub. Look at that Eagles fan. I got a gifted sub from the one, the only Cisco. Uh, uh, I almost hit the over on the Roughnecks Renegades game. Over was 39 and a half. All I needed was a field goal. Ugh. Why are you betting on Roughnecks and Renegades, bro? What are you doing with your life? All right, here we go. Let's get back to it. Here we go. Phillies needs in the offseason. Feels like it wouldn't be much, right? Are there any core players the Eagles might struggle to retain or let walk before next season with 19 unrestricted free agents? Many of the significant contributors and quarterback Jalen Hurts in line for an extension that will likely net him north of $45 million a year. There's no question the Eagles are going to lose some key players. Miles Sanders is possibly given that money. will be uh, Running back Miles Sanders is a possibility given that the money will be tight and the Eagles don't typically invest big dollars in that position. Could lose Fletcher Cox. James Bradbury could also end up elsewhere. So that sucks for you, Eagles, man. Uh, the D. Burns show said, hey, XFL is worth betting on. Is it, though? Is it? Is it? Is it? I mean, some of y'all will bet on anything. Some of y'all, some of y'all have a problem. D. Some of y'all have issues. And, and uh, you know, I... Some of y'all will bet on anything. I'm not that dude. I'm not that dude. <laughs> but uh, Eagles fan said, I love the vibes here, so I'll be back definitely. I live in uh, Virginia, just been an Eagles fan since 2000. The Brian Dawkins and Westbrook and McNabb are nice. Well done. Uh, we've had some good action so far two weeks in. You know what? I would agree with you if I watched. <laughs> I can't I can't bring myself. I'm sorry. Um, I, the, the, for those of you that are newer to the program, here's the thing. I, I don't give a shit about the WNBA. Uh, I don't care about the, the USFL or the XFL or, uh, really even college basketball. Um, I, I th these, these one-offs and these spinoffs and shit like that, they just don't do it. It's why I don't watch Bellator fights. I want to watch the UFC. I want to watch the best players in the world now does that mean it's not exciting no i'm not saying that i'm saying for me personally i'm just not going to carve out a saturday or a sunday to sit down and watch guys that aren't even making uh practice squads in the nfl play football it's the same reason i don't watch college basketball until march madness and i'm the first one to tell you i'm not a college basketball expert don't come over here asking me for oh how should i fill out my bracket however the fuck you think player whatever you want to do fam your guess is as good as mine all I know uh, is is Kugum, UH. Let's go, baby. Kugum, Roll Tide, Purdue, maybe. That's it. That's all I got. I'm tapped out. I mean, I'll read up, but I'm just not watching it because in college basketball, bro, you could watch an, an entire conference play and not see one NBA-worthy player in that conference, much less in a game. This is exciting and the buzzer beaters and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but the level of competition, the skill set. It's the same reason why the WNBA just doesn't appeal to me. The level of competition and the skill set. It's just not the same as the NBA. That's just me, though. Um, Claire said, go ahead and badmouth the XFL and abs, I swear, 
I will drive to the H-E-B and take your order, Lavick. Uh, please don't please don't take my food, Clarence, because you know what? You, you'll you eat it. You won't even, like, I got your food. You'll just fucking eat it. Don't eat my food, Clarence. I guess I should text them. Um, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to get in touch with them. I guess I'm going to text this show. I will be up to grab my food about 5.15 or 5.30. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how else to. I mean, they call me. I'm not going to be like, hey, well, yeah, I'm in the middle of a show. <laughs> yeah, I should have had it delivered. I know I'm cheap. Okay, I'll fuck off now. It's fine. Uh, Tony said, I enjoy college basketball over NBA. Okay. Hey, to each their own. Like, I don't, I don't begrudge you guys. I don't judge you guys. Tony, I, I mean, you like college basketball. You like the WNBA and um, gymnastics. I don't judge you, bro. LIV golf or pickleball? See, I'd rather watch pickleball. Because with at least when I'm watching pickleball, it's the best pickleballers in all the land. I'm watching the creme de la creme. The best of the best pickleballing out of control. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The LIV golf, not the best. Not the best of the best. Some some good, some, some best, not all best. No thanks. Uh, Eagles fan said, uh, I love to come into a stream like this and just chat and hang out with you. I appreciate you having me here. It's amazing. So much positive vibes in my stream for sure. Hey, that's dope, dude. God bless you. Hey, God bless you too, fam. I appreciate you, man. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. This is what we do, man. This is what we do. It's, uh, it's just a cool place to chill and hang out for three hours a day, four days. All right, two hours and 50 minutes. Kiss my ass, chat. I'm late a lot, Eagles fan. Amos said, if you watch college football, it's watchable. Play isn't bad, and the production is on point. Okay. Uh, D. Burnshaw said, the way I see it, watching XFL is like McCarron taking the pay cut to start instead of being a backup for the NFL. Sometimes it's just about the love of the game. <sighs> okay. But the, some of them love of the game, folks. Listen. Let me, let me tell you something. Um, I, 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 I love, um, how do I put this? Um, I love sex. That doesn't mean I'm good at it. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't mean that, uh, I should be doing it a lot and that anyone would want to watch me do it. Right. Like I, I just because I love it doesn't mean I'm good at it. And the same is for those cats, right? Like, I mean, I get it. Everybody in there, everybody in the USFL, everybody in the XFL, everybody in the CFL, Everybody that's playing in these smaller, you know, regional promotions, because there's a bunch of regional football promotions. All them dudes are playing for the love of the game. All of them, because they all think there's a glimmer of hope. It's like comedy, bro. I'm a stand-up comic. I'm doing it for the love of the game. Doesn't mean I'm great at it. You know, I mean, I tour. I do my little showy shows sometimes here and there and, and near and far. 
But what would you rather watch, Dave Chappelle or me? Exactly. It's the same shit. I'm in it for the love of the game. I mean, one day, do I want to be at that level? Hell yes, I do. One day, do I want to be amongst the, the best stand-up comics in the country? Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't mean I'm there yet or that, you know. So, it's just me, though. Uh, how about you come to the tailgate and the game? Now, see, now, Clarence, you're getting offended, first of all. Calm down, Clarence. But I said earlier, I said earlier, I would love to go to a game. Uh, those are the kind of things that are fun. Going to those games, that's a fun watch. I just don't want to sit at home and watch it on my couch. Like, I'm not carving out three hours for an XFL game. If you were like, hey, Laminac, we got tickets. We can, we can tailgate. Uh, we can, you know, do shots of fireball and we can butt chug vodka. Uh, and then we're going to all soak a, uh, tampons in 151 and stick them in our butthole and go in there. Cause the beer is insane, you know? And then we'll go in there and, um, yeah, we'll just, I would, I, that, that would be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. I'm just saying to sit down and watch a random ass XFL game. Because even if it's the Houston team, it's still just a random XFL game to me. So, uh, watched for like three minutes before I had to pee out. Now, is anyone surprised that Sean hated the XFL? The guy whose name is Sean hates stuff. No one is surprised, Sean. Sean was like, I'm out. I'm going to go kayak in this big, dumb, stupid orange kayak. Hey, anybody need more attention than a guy in a big, dumb, orange kayak with big yellow flipper fin things? Oars? Whatever. Shut up, Sean. Clarence said, I'm not getting offended. I'm just asking. Oh, okay. It, it kind of had that vibe, Clarence. You're like, well, why don't you go to a fucking game, Laminac, before you talk shit about the XFL? I'm like, well, I mean, it's like this. Put it this way. Put it this way. Uh, I used to go to Arrows games. I would never sit and watch an Arrows game. I uh, I went to a, um, what's the rugby team? The Sabercats. I did a couple of different uh, events with the Sabercats when I was at ESPN Radio. I was never going to sit down and watch a Sabercats game. And I would go do shit with the XFL or the USFL. Boy, I used to be a big Gamblers fan back in the day. Jim Kelly, come on, what? My mom would take me to gamblers games and I still don't give a shit about watching them. So I would go, I'm just not sitting at home and watching them. And I don't understand how y'all gamble on these games. How are you betting your good hard earned U S American dollars? Uh, CC said, I have two extra tickets. I have two extra seats each game. If anyone here wants to go, look at CC. Look at you, girl. CC gifting seats and Barry ain't going this weekend. No, I can't. I'm in Austin this weekend. I got a show Saturday in Austin. By the way, if you're watching in Austin, anyone besides Cisco, Cisco can't make it, but I will be at the, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Is it on my website? I don't even think I put it on my website yet. That's my bad pimp. That's my bad dude that runs the show. Well, he didn't send me the shit until late, so. Uh, no, I don't even have it on my website. Damn it. I have two gigs coming up here in Houston. Uh, 
But yeah, I'll get my I'll get my calendar updated on BarryIsFunny.com. But uh, yeah, have a gig in Austin. Watching porn is better than being there live. Says Flip. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I like the behind the scenes show before the first game. Not sure if that's a weekly thing though. Oh, I, I, yeah, that I don't know. I don't know. No idea. Not my thing. All right, let's get back to this. Let's get back. Focus, focus, people. Squirrel, squirrel moment. All right, so we covered the Eagles. Uh, let's go back and figure out. Uh, I, I, I know I'm, I'm aware of some of the teams we have in the chat, so we'll go alphabetically as I see a team that would register with someone in the chat. For example, uh, I know Aaron J. Bryant. Are you still present and accounted for? Yes, we can watch Dave and Barry. What is that? We can watch Dave and Barry. I don't know what that means. Uh, but Aaron J. Bryant is a Falcons fan. So here you go. Would the Falcons part with the capital it would take to trade for Lamar Jackson? Aaron J. Bryant, tell the truth. How much would you nut your pantalones if the Falcons went and got Lamar Jackson? Oh, my God, bro. You would just be... Uh, <laughs> That would be dope, but then all you would deal with after that is the comparisons to Mike Vick. Which, by the way, uh, full disclosure, I got called a racist once for that. But I did, I did, I stand by it. I think Lamar Jackson, the, his throwing motion, ball flight, spiral, the way he throws the ball reminds me a lot of Mike Vick. So it would be pretty cool that he would go to Atlanta and... Uh, there would be a ton of comparisons between the two. Uh, but that's it. That's the big, uh, I guess that's the big storyline out of the ATL. Falcons should at least inquire about Jackson. But at some point, there should be a limit as to uh, what they'll be willing to give up to land the QB. Um, you said it's a, uh, the Falcons do like Desmond Ritter and would be wise to see what they have in their second-year quarterback. No, they wouldn't. Falcons, Falcons should be um, either trading for Lamar Jackson or uh, interested in moving up. Desmond Ritter ain't shit. Okay. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, I saw uh, D Burns said, how about the Panthers? Well, we're right here. So let's do it. What roster changes are required to put their, uh, to put the next Panthers QB in position to succeed. <laughs> you better do a lot. I did, trading Christian McCaffrey was a sure sign that you better do a lot. Uh, find a pass catching threat at tight end. Panthers haven't had one since they moved on from Greg Olson. Uh, no Carolina tight end has had more than 21 catches in a season. I think Carolina needs a hell of a lot more than just a tight end. When they're talking about Travis Kelsey and Dalton Schultz and Evan Ingram and I mean, cool, but Carolina needs help at a lot of different positions. So, but yeah, I guess, I guess they had to come up with, it'd be like the Texans, whatever the Texans say, they had to come up with something. All right. I know we got saints fans cause there's Clarence. And uh, I don't know if Perry's here or not, but uh, we got Saints fans. So here you go. Will the Saints try to trade into the top 10 uh, of the draft to get a quarterback or try to snag one in free agency? I'm of the opinion the Saints should try to get one in free agency, but that's just me. Uh, it says the attempt to trade for Derek Carr before he was released on February 14th showed the Saints were serious about trying to get a QB before the draft. Moving from 29 in the draft order to the top 10 requires more picks than the Saints are willing to part with. Which is smart, too. Saints still got some rebuilding to do. Um, so expect them to continue exploring all their options. I mean, look. It's not even free agency. 
But the rumors are uh, the Jets for him. All right, so there's Atlanta. Let's see who else we got in here. Let's go back up to the top. Uh, this is alphabetical order. I'm looking in the ch- uh, Jen is here, so we got Cleveland. Here's what it says for Jen. If defensive tackle is the biggest area in need of an upgrade, what are the Browns' options? For the moment, the Browns have one starting uh, caliber defensive lineman expected back in the roster, and that's Miles Garrett. Uh, that's problematic. Complicating efforts to bolster Garrett's supporting cast. The Browns don't have a first-round pick due to the trade for Deshaun Watson. Watson's contract will count $55 million against the cap, limiting Cleveland's financial options. <laughs> So still, the Browns should be able to find a way to manufacture enough space to take at least one big swing in free agency, landing a disruptive inside force. Uh, Darren Payne would be a helpful and uh, would be would help dramatically. It says, uh, "Hendon Hooker will fall to the Saints, calling it okay, okay." Yeah, well, they won't get Payne. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So let's see what else we got you here. Who else we got in the chat? I saw uh, Steelers. Uh, Nasty Nate said Steelers. Let's do Pittsburgh. Oh, damn it. Damn it, Bobby. Here we go. Will embattled coordinator Matt Canada make changes to an inconsistent offense headed into 2023? That's a good question. It says that's uh, that has to be the hope known as an innovative play caller in his college career. Canada's offense ranked 21st in explosive plays. Part of the issue at Pittsburgh, uh, part of the issue as Pittsburgh tight end, Pat Fryermuth said recently on Roethlisberger's podcast was the elimination of hot routes. Uh, rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett showed dramatic improvement in the second half of the season. He didn't have the freedom to use nonverbal cues. Uh to make checks to his receivers instead pass catchers read the coverage in front of them and ran their routes will Canada open up the playbook so that's part of the problem with a younger quarterback and so we'll see um gotta love gotta love what uh what uh old boy is oh they did uh uh franchise tag pain oh well there you go uh Uriel Villanueva said Jets let's do that J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Is a veteran quarterback all this team needs to be a playoff contender? Absolutely. As long as it's a good veteran quarterback. Consider the Jets won seven games and uh, remained in contention for 16 weeks, even though they were ranked 29th in total QBR. They, they would have won at least three more games if they had been average. This isn't to suggest a new quarterback solves everything. But Wilson, we know he's not. He's not good. We know that. It's just like Daniel Jones. I don't. Now, of course, look, I've been wrong in the past. I could have been. You know, I was wrong about Justin. Uh, Justin Fields. So, I mean, not Justin Fields. Um, why am I blanking? We just talked about him with the Eagles. Shit, Jalen Hurts. Sorry, new guys. I'm terrible with names. You'll see. <laughs> Uh, Amos said the Saints have a defensive coach. They're not drafting a QB. Well, that you still got to have a QB, bro. We got to fucking run a cornerback out there, a quarterback. Hey, give me a safety and put him out there. I don't give a shit. I'm a defensive coach. No, we're not drafting any offensive players. All of our defensive players can play offense. See, we're going to go on both sides. We're going to go both ways like your daughter, Phil. What? Coach, that's bullshit. Uh, all right, so you Jets. Uh, yeah, they just need a quarterback, which, which you kind of knew that already, though, Uriel. 
All right, what else we got? Dallas. Yes, we got to do Dallas. Uh, oh, my God. My, my voice just cracked. I can't wait till I go through puberty. <sighs> All right, let's see. Dallas. This is for CC. This is for a lot of y'all. Do the Cowboys have the right personnel to run Mike McCarthy's West Coast offense? Cowboys wouldn't be making the switch if they didn't feel they had the personnel in place. They have a number one receiver in CeeDee Lamb. They hope wide out Michael Gallup can rebound in the second season. Following knee surgery, they have a quality line. They have decisions to make a running back. It's really no decision. Why do people keep saying that? There's no decision to be made. Tony Pollard should be in. Ezekiel Elliott should be out. If you got, you know, money issues, well, that's on you, Jera. But there's no decision to be made. That dis- Tony Pollard made that decision for you by going out and outworking and outperforming Ezekiel Elliott game in and game out. Uh, quarterback Dak Prescott will have to show he can be more accurate in hitting pass catchers and stride to allow for more yards after the catch in the scheme, but McCarthy's history with QB should help that process. Well, we'll see. We shall see. Um, I think the West Coast offense really helps Dak a lot. But, and and Dalton Schultz is, uh, you know, is he a free agent? Uh, New York Giants says the second says GM will uh, scone build around QB Daniel Jones. I hope not. Is uh, Schultz a free agent? Dalton Schultz. Ugh, just burped. Uh, the American football tight end of the Dallas Cowboys. Let's see. Let's go. Free agent tight end. Yeah. Okay. So he is a, a free agent. But they could franchise him. Uh, top tight end. Yeah. So you've got uh, Schultz is a free agent tight end. Mike Giusecki is a free agent tight end. Evan Ingram is a tight end, uh, a free agent. Irv Smith, a free agent. Hayden Hurst is a free agent. So there you go. There's some of the upper echelon top five tight ends, but all you need, you just need a tight end to run that West Coast offense. Um, and you know, Schultz is a good one, but maybe you can't do that because of Ezekiel Elliott's money. Who knows? I don't think the Saints have drafted QB to start since Danny Werfel. Good Lord. Franchise tag is going to go to Pollard. Well, there you go. Yeah, thanks, Zeke, for his services and sending packing. But I don't know what the, the price ramifications are for that, Sean. Let me go to Spot Track and pull up Elliot's uh, contract. I probably talked about this like 15 times. I forget every single time. Uh, here we go. Here's Zeke's contract. God bless America and everything. Holy! $16 million cap hit and $11 million in dead money. Uh, and then 14 and six, 17 and one, 16 and none. How old is he too? He's 27. Oh, excuse me. Bro runs like he's 37. Jeez. I mean, it is so bad. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him. Four-pack in the building. What's up, four-pack? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. My dude, Forensic Tilts with the big-ass raid. Come on in, four-pack. Welcome in. 
Everybody make yourselves at home. Thank you for being here. Uh, this is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinac. For those of you that are new, that don't know me, that have never seen the show, uh, I spent seven years on ESPN Radio. I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian. All I do is talk sports all day, four days a week, uh, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 5 p.m. Central Time, right here on this channel, Barry on Deck. Hit that follow coming in. Uh, shout out to my dude, friends at Tills, man. Thank you for this big-ass raid, this dope-ass raid. Thank you for sharing your community and what you guys talk about. What were y'all uh, What were y'all chit-chatting about today? What was the topic du jour uh, with the four-pack? What uh, what did we do? Did we, did we make money? That's the first question. Did we make money? That's question number one. And then we'll figure out the rest after that. Uh, did we make money? And did forensics show his titties? Because, you know, a lot of y'all don't know this. A lot of y'all don't know this. But it used to be called forensics tits. And he had a hot tub. And he would wear a bikini and do, and he would do, he would still, you know, wager, but he would do it from a hot tub. And then Twitch was like, yeah, you, you can't do that. And he was like, but what about all the chicks with their titties out? Well, those look okay. Yours are, your side meat is disgusting. And quite frankly, your titties are, are pretty hairy. And it's disturbing a lot of the, the children on Twitch. And you need to stop this. And so he changed the title of his channel from Forensic Tits to the Forensic Tilts, and there you go. The rest is history. He's off and running now. He's a Twitch uh, partner. He's a big highfalutin Twitch partner with the check marks. So, yeah, I got to work on mine, bro. My, my titties are awful, awful, awful. I had to close my eyes and I'll take a shower. It's so disgusting down there. I just, I just bathe by feel. I'm just like, well, I think I touched everything with some soap. This, this is disgusting. My poor wife. Ugh. Poor thing. She's a trooper. Um, yeah, but thank you for the raid, man. If y'all coming in on the raid, hit refresh or hit that link uh, and, and redo. Because Twitch doesn't count you guys. It's so fucking stupid. Twitch won't count y'all as a viewer on a raid unless you refresh or click that link that's in the chat. Uh, but would y'all, did y'all make money? Ended on a four wins in a row. Nice! Very nice. I like. Listen, if you want to make money and have some fun doing it, man, y'all need to go check out Forensic Tilts Mods. Did we give him a shout out? Did we give him a shout out? Did we get a shout out to him? Please, please, mods. Somebody, somebody give. There it is. I see it. Nope, I didn't see it. Can somebody do the shout out thing for me, please, Miss Donna? Um, please, please. Yeah, let's do. Uh, let's get a shout out to uh, Forensic Tilts. And oh, you did it already? I didn't see it. Where the fuck is it? It's not popping up. That's super strange. Well, I hope it worked. Hmm. I'll be damn. Uh, what? So, uh, Slimmy Timmy said yes. They did it. Thank you. Oh, dope, man. Appreciate you, buddy. For real. What is your opinion on Jones versus Gone fighting? Uh, fight coming up this weekend. Now, this is one of the few fights that I can actually talk about. Uh, for those of you that don't know, man, I spent a long ass time, uh, covering MMA. It was my thing. I had an MMA website, uh, a lot of my friends, uh, in the UFC. So I, I used to be a really big MMA head at UFC head, uh, covered local MMA here in Houston, but also national stuff. So, um, <clears throat> I, but I, I got so burned out on it. I stopped, uh, watching and, and just never went back to it. But some of these I'm still kind of up. I, I looked at the last card. I was like, I know like two fighters on this whole card. So I'm, I'm, I'm way out of, uh, way out of my league in most cases. But in this case, I will say this. 
John Jones moving up to heavyweight. <clears throat> it was only a matter of time. Uh, Cyril Gon said that he has he doesn't start training until the matches are announced. And um, he, he, here's the problem: it and and weight classes sometimes in MMA can be overblown, right? Now, unless you're talking about like if Derek Lewis is cutting to welterweight or some shit like that, okay. But it is the case with a guy like John Jones going from 205 to heavy. He already walks around at close to heavy as it is. I would be willing to bet you. Right. So getting down to 205 would be difficult, but he would do it. Um, and, and the same is true for a lot of these guys. I mean, like you look at Derek Lewis, they, the cap on heavyweight is where he walks around. So all he's got to do is cut a couple pounds to get inside the cap, and he's good. Um, so moving up is not a concern for me with John Jones. Uh, Cyril Gunn not training or taking it as serious as he should, that is is a concern for me. John Jones, like him or not, regardless of what you think of him as a human being, I think he's a garbage-ass human being. I do, I do, I do. And why he never, before the UFC took away sponsors, why John Jones was never sponsored by a vodka company and a straw company, I'll never know. But... Uh, as much as I think he's a garbage-ass human being, he's one of the best fighters in MMA history, if not the best fighter in MMA history, hands down. And, you know, we can talk about Anderson Silva, and you can throw out all the names you want to throw out. George St. Pierre, boring. I hate, I hate when we're talking goats in MMA and someone will throw out somebody like George St. Pierre. It's like, bro, that motherfucker was the most bo- You can't be that boring and be a goat. I'm sorry. You nanny goat. You a fainting goat, but you ain't no goat. So I, I'll say this about the fight. I'm not worried about John Jones. I'm worried about Cyril Gaon. I'm worried about him fighting one of the best fighters on the planet, regardless of weight class. I don't think that's going to have a material effect on him. Um, and Cyril Gaon's a guy who, if you've watched him, he, he's, he's not... John Jones is so technical and so skilled. Dirty? Yeah, he's a dirty fighter too, but he gets away with it. But he's so technical and he's so skilled that you, this is this is why he is so dominant because few guys, I mean, you look at Daniel Cormier who dominated the heavyweight division, except for there was one guy that, that Daniel Cormier at heavyweight or at uh, 205 couldn't beat, and it was John Jones. World-class wrestling. And you would think that Daniel Cormier could have his way with anybody and everybody, take him down, wrestle, fuck him, win the fight. Nope. So I'm just telling you, I I, I, I think John Jones probably toys with Cyril Gaon a little bit in this fight. Um, do I think that, you know, Cyril Gaon might catch him? Ah. It's MMA. This is also why I don't bet on MMA. But, um, yeah. I I think I, I think Cyril Gaon's outclassed by John Jones. John Jones is going to outclass just about everybody he fights. Now the older he gets, that's going to change. But I think he's still got enough left in the tank. If he could just keep his nose clean, probably a cho- poor choice of words. But you know what I mean. Wallace Will says DC's my boy. Shout out Lafayette. Oh yeah, I love DC man. I love Cormier. I, I do. I do. I'm not. I'm not shit talking him or knocking him. I'm just saying, calling it like I see it. Um, 
Mark said boring or not, he was dominant. Yeah. Okay. I guess. He, he was. Credit where credit is due. Credit where credit is due. All right. So there you go. There's my thoughts on that fight. Boy, it's been forever since I talked MMA. That felt, that felt awkward and, and good all at the same time. All right. Back to this. We were talking as we got rated. Uh, by the way, one more time. Shout out to Forensic Tilts in the four-pack. We were talking some NFL. We were going over. As a matter of fact, we uh, ESPN had this article about offseason questions for everybody, and we were just kind of, I was kind of scrolling through chat and bouncing around and picking different teams and going over them with everybody. We did the Cowboys, and we were on the Cowboys um, when uh, you guys raided. But what we were looking at, as I was trying to get an idea, because they said that Dallas's big thing is, what do you do with the running back position? It, they, it quote, have a decision to make. Uh, no, they don't. The decision's pretty obvious. Um, but what do you do with Ezekiel Elliott? So I pulled up his contract. Bro has four years left on his deal. Okay? Four years. They had a potential out in 2023, four-year, $50 million deal, $11.8 million in cap money, so they could do that. I I don't know. They, they really hamstrung themselves with this Ezekiel Elliott contract and given a running back. This is why this is why people don't do this with running backs. But at the time, I mean, Elliott was a guy that you looked at. was like, man, this, this guy is the next great, right? The comparisons with Emmett Smith and, and all the, and he's just a dude right now. He's just a dude. And remember that uh, Emmett Smith, I'm sorry. Ezekiel Elliott made all of his money when that Dallas Cowboys uh, offensive line was the best in football, hands down. No questions asked. He ran behind the best line in football, and they made him a lot of money. In fact, they got him paid on this current contract that you see on your screen. So you can you can credit whoever you think you need to credit, but the fact of the matter is Elliott got this contract from Jerry Jones because of that O-line. Period. And now there's still a good O line. It's just not the same. It's not as good. It's not as dominant as it was at the time. Um, nope. Zeke back on a restructured deal. I don't, I don't think the Saints have drafted. Oh, uh, QBs to start. Well, that, how far behind am I? That was the wrong one. I'm on the wrong page. Uh, thank you for taking your time and talking about your thoughts. Hey, no worries, uh, Slimmy Timmy. No worries, man. It's BS John Jones gets a title shot first fight after being suspended for 50, 11 years. Well, I get it, Dubs, but I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But the fact is, the, the UFC, one, they, they want to sell tickets. And two, I mean, let's be real. This isn't like some, some you know, some rando moving up. This is the greatest fighter in the UFC or maybe ever moving up. It's just going to happen. I mean, it's just like, it's like guys, you know, it's, it's like the Conor McGregor's of the world. They're going to get title shots when they're at their prime and at their heyday, whether they go up or down in weight. It's really no different with John Jones, even though he's not a title holder. He's held in that high of regard with the UFC because he's that good. Uh, do you think, uh, let's see, da, 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 we decided Dallas will win it all next year. No, we, we didn't decide that. We didn't decide that at all. Not at all. Um, but, man, if they could find somebody to take that Ezekiel Elliott contract, good luck. Yeah, and whoever said restructure his deal, yeah, that's probably going to have to be what it is. 
Uh, D. Burns said, do you think with uh, likely no Pollard next year, we see Zeke return to form due to an increase in volume alone? I don't know. I mean, the question becomes, are they going to franchise uh, Pollard? Or are they just going to let him walk and ride with Zeke? I don't know. I mean, I would love to have that two-headed monster, but you can't afford it because you have severely overpaid for Ezekiel Elliott. So I really don't know what they do. I'm back. My mom said the power of Christ compels you. For what, CC? You tell her I I am fine. It's okay. <laughs> What's up, Aladdinson? John Jones is the biggest name the UFC has. Period. Period. John Jones is not the best fighter currently in the UFC right now. I will say that. Doesn't mean he's not the biggest name, right? It's like last year, Tom Brady was not the best player or quarterback in the NFL. Doesn't mean he wasn't the biggest name, right? John Jones is venturing into kind of the twilight of his career, kind of like a Tom Brady when he went to Tampa, right? You still got to respect him. You still got to... Uh, you know, bow to his greatness. Asshole, yeah. But more people know who John Jones is than most any other fighter not named Conor McGregor at this point. I truly believe that. Um, hate to say, but Pollard will be a cap hit casually. My co-host is a huge Cowboys fan, and we had the same argument for the uh, second week in a row. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, there's, look. Catfish said, Cut Zeke, franchise Pollard, draft Bijan. I don't know. Can you take that much of a hit? The fact that you have Dak and you're trying to, you know, you're going to have to figure out something at tight end. Are you going to are you gonna franchise Dalton Schultz? Are you going to franchise Pollard? What do you do with Zeke? The fact that you were this close is why you don't do some of that. Why you, why you, you know, you you have to you have to figure out how do you keep this team a contender because if you're if you're strapping yourself with a ton of money that's not being performed on or performed at they don't have in my opinion look it's a good defense it's a really good defense um one of the best in the NFL and offensively, they I, I think the whole key to this is what do you do with those two guys? Do you feel like you can win by letting Pollard walk, keeping Ezekiel Elliott, and franchising Dalton Schultz? Is that I don't know if Zeke is that guy, but it's like you said, uh, it's like Catfish said. So maybe the maybe this is the opposite here. Keep Zeke, cut Pollard, franchise Schultz, draft Bijan. That's the only thing I could think of. Because the other way, you're you're basically screwing yourself financially. So I would love for the Cowboys to do that and miss the playoffs. <laughs> Look at there, Sean Canlove. <laughs> CC says. Uh reports that came out yesterday that the DAC is looking to restructure for the team's sake. Well, him and him and Zeke both need to do that, but that ain't gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. Not at least I don't think so. All right, let's keep rolling. We've that's enough. We've dwelled on the Cowboys for long enough. Sheesh. What is this? The Barry on Dallas Cowboys deck? 
No, this is Barry on Deck where we talk about all the stupid-ass teams in the NFL. We already talked about the Texans, so check. Uh, who else do we got in the chat? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. We haven't done the Texans yet, so let's do that. We've got a lot of Texans fans. Uh, here you go. Will Coach D'Amico Ryan's two first-round picks and $40 million in cap space be enough for the Texans to turn things around? Spoiler alert! No! Spoiler alert! This team is still going to suck. It says the assets are enough to turn around the Texans and make them more competitive within the division. Last season, they went 3-2-1 and one against divisional opponents with limited talent. So if they take advantage of this opportunity, they'll position themselves down the talent required to surprise some. Yeah, but the Jags are going to be better. I honestly believe the Colts are going to be better, not worse. Uh, and I think if Tennessee does something at QB and stop wasting Derrick Henry, I think if, if Tennessee can can get them a quarterback, a legitimate quarterback, and not that bullshit dude that they have, uh, 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 Ryan Tannehill. Bro, is a, a receiver at A&M. That's what you hung your hat on, Tennessee. Good job, Vrabel. No, nah, go get your quarterback, man. I think Tennessee is 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 you got to respect you got to respect the passing game once you get a quarterback which really opens it up for Derrick Henry. Imagine that. Imagine if Derrick Henry played on a team that had a legit pass threat. Quarterback wide receiver combo. Whew. So, anyways, Texans uh if they take advantage of the opportunities, they should position themselves to have the talent required to surprise some, but before they can achieve that, they must acquire a viable quarterback to help accelerate the turnaround. Well, here's the problem. You had one good rookie running back. You had one receiver with a foot out the door that was decent in Brandon Cooks. Laramie Tunsil's a, a false start waiting to happen. Probably your best player, or was, for a while. I mean, honestly, your two best players were Brandon Cooks and Laramie Tunsil. That's it. You got a decent uh, rookie running back. You got a decent young core starting to fill out that secondary, but they're nowhere near star level yet. They've got some potential. Uh, Petrie and 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 uh, 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 what's his what's his name? Oh, the other corner. I mean, he's no Sauce Gardner, but um, Stingley. But they they've got so many holes to fill, and um, yeah, hopefully they get their their quarterback. But you get you know, if he's running for his life because that old line sucks, there you go. And uh, and all this, they're going five hundred in the chat. <laughs> Miss me with that. This team is not going 500. This, this, I don't know what team y'all watched. Todd, uh, D Burns. I don't know what the fucking team y'all watched, but the team that I watched that they're like, well, they went three, two and one against the division, the worst fucking division in football. And they, they managed to go three, two and one. D'Amico Ryans is not going to be worth Fucking and and neither is that you know whoever they get at quarterback. But if we just they were what? Hold on. Let me pull up the standings because I forget what their record was. Some weird bullshit. Three thirteen and one. There you go. So now what you're telling me is is that D'Amico Ryan's flips that tie to a win, and then gets them. Now remember it's seventeen games, so you can't even be five hundred. Uh, so they're going to be nine and eight or eight and nine. 
So this is going to be worth five to six games. D'Amico Ryans, a rookie Alabama quarterback, and whoever else they fucking draft is going to be worth five to six games in the NFL. No. I don't think you guys watch the same Houston Texans. Are you sure you guys... <laughs> eight, eight, and one. Well done, Evil Death. Are you sure that you guys weren't thinking about the Roughnecks? The XFL Roughnecks, maybe? Was that... Is that... Is Did we... Maybe? I don't... I don't know. Do they have the new schedule out yet? No. It don't matter. They were the worst fucking team in football for a reason. It missed me with that. The Bears ain't the worst team in football, even though they are the number one pick. Uh, oh, by the way, thank you to... Uh, we just got to follow. Where to go? It popped up, but it's not over here on my little... My little I got to refresh. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Sensei Bullrock said, uh, Houston, Texas suck at football? No. You don't say, huh? I, I, who was it that followed? Because it's not showing me now, and that kind of makes me angry. I wish I wish it would show it. Yeah, it won't show it now. But uh, whoever that was that followed, appreciate you. Thank you for the follow. Let me close this. Get out of here. Get out of here, you punk-ass kids. All right, I don't know what I did there. That's weird. Um, D'Amico getting coach of the year for a 500 Texans team. That's, uh, that is that good battle. Red Kool-Aid NFC South was worse. Mm, yeah. Let's see. Hold on. Standings. Nope. It's, uh, NFL. Oh, I'm in the wrong window. You stupid ass. Stupid ass. Barry, get your shit together. Come on, Laminac, lock it up. Lock it up. Wind it up. You're done. It was me. I'm the new follower. Hey, Sensei, I appreciate you, man. I'm sorry. I don't know why I, I was going to go back and do it when I finished my thoughts, but I appreciate the follow, man. Thank you so much. Uh, by the way, for all of y'all that are new to the show, thank you for being here. Much appreciated, man. Um, I do it every day, Monday through Thursday, all the schedules and shits over there. But, man, we're here talking sports every day, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 5. And uh, we talk NFL, NBA. I don't really watch hockey, so we don't talk hockey. But uh, the three majors and then, you know, college football. We'll shoot the shit, though. Tell stories. Talk non-sports. It's not always sports around here. We have a good time and uh, just shoot the shit. So uh, come back, hang out, and just just like I tell everybody else, uh, snacks are down the hall on the right. Bathrooms are on the left. Uh, no whores after 9 o'clock. Clean up your mess. All right. Uh, Evil Death said, search 2023 Houston Texans season on Wikipedia. It has the teams where the Texans are going to play next season. Oh, there you go. 2023 Houston Texans season Wikipedia. Well, I mean, got to know that. Got to know that. Why wouldn't we want to know that? Uh, what the hell? Here we go. Uh, Off-season, current roster, preseason, regular season. Here you go. Here you go. They play, the obviously, the division. Um, and we were going to look up the worst division. Let's see, standings. Uh, NFC South. I think though, I think the Bucks and the Saints are going to be better. And if the the Falcons actually added legit, I mean, you think about this. 
at seven and ten, the 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 three worst teams in the NFC South were seven and ten, right? Now I get it. None of these teams had a winning record. I get that. Uh, Jacksonville was the only winning record in the AFC South at nine and eight, but you had you had a combined seven wins between the Colts and Texans. That's what everybody won seven in in that division. So I stand by what I said. This was the worst division in football. AFC South was the worst division in football. Just because they had a team over 500 doesn't mean that they weren't the worst. Barry, what's your biggest free agency prediction? Oh, man. That's a good question. Um, I think one of two things. When I get, but you said biggest. I got to answer it that way. My biggest prediction. It involves either, you know, it it depends, um, but it involves either Derek Carr or um, Aaron Rodgers. But biggest versus bold, like bold means it may not happen, right? Um, but my biggest prediction would be that Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. It's a, it's not a, it's not a crazy idea. It's not, but I, I think that that would be my, I think that's most likely to happen. So that would be my biggest prediction. Where Derek Carr goes, I don't know. He could go to Atlanta. He could go to New York. He could go to New Orleans, right? I mean, who knows? Uh, you got what is Jimmy Garoppolo? What are the Saints gonna or the Niners gonna do? The, we know Brock Purdy's not gonna be around for a while. Are they gonna fuck with uh, Garoppolo again? I mean, craziest would be Danny Dimes getting forty five million. Okay, but you said biggest. Yeah, Danny Dimes getting. Uh, yeah, uh, Danny Dimes should be asking for thirty five. Isn't that crazy? Jimmy G to the Jets. Listen, Jimmy G could help a lot of teams. I still think Jimmy Garoppolo is a, a good, not great. I always get pigeonholed when I back a guy that everybody likes to bash. It's like it's like saying my that song Photograph by Nickelback is a good song. I'm not saying Nickelback equals the Rolling Stones, bitch. I'm saying I like that one song. I'm not saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is fucking Tom Brady with a better jawline. I'm just saying that Jimmy Garoppolo's a decent NFL quarterback and he can help a team that struggles at that position. <clears throat> Jets, <clears throat> maybe Panthers. I mean, obviously Panthers. <clears throat> uh, you know, think about teams that are close, that are a quarterback away. We used to think it was the Denver Broncos that once they got rust, they were obvious contenders. But I think the Jets are one. I don't know how close the Saints are. Uh, yeah, Jimmy G has that Alex Smith vibe. Jimmy G has that uh, Kirk Cousins vibe to me. And I defend Kirk Cousins on this show all the time, too. So Again, Kirk Cousins and Jimmy G are the song photograph of the NFL. <laughs> In a silo, I enjoy them. They ain't winning no Grammys. Well, I don't know. Did Nickelback win a Grammy? I guess they did. Right? I've never been one of them dudes either, by the way, where it's like cool to hate a band or hate a song or hate a show. Like, if I like Nickelback, bitch, I'm like Nickelback. And nothing you say 
give me some Creed. I don't give a shit. And I'm not like Creed the movies. I don't give a fuck about Creed 3. I don't want to watch that. I didn't want to watch Creed 1 or 2. I don't, I didn't give a shit about any of the Rockies after 1 or 2. So I damn sure ain't going to care about Creed. No thanks. But like the, the group, yeah. I'll listen to a couple of their songs. I'll, listen, I'll jam out to a Nickelback song every now and then. Sure, I'll take Jimmy G to guide me and my team to the playoffs. Just don't turn the ball over. I mean, he's got he's got Super Bowl skins on the wall. So, uh, Kurt just melts under primetime football lights. Yep. Ah, seriously, he's not terrible. He gets past every chance his team gets. What are you talking about? Uh, think along the same lines. Okay. Um. What does Sean say? Is Jimmy G one of the most disrespected quarterbacks besides Alex Smith? I mean, that's a good question, Sean. I think so. I think him and Kirk Cousins both are are severely uh, underappreciated and disrespected. Now, you know, Alex Smith, uh, I think if I was rating the three, I think I'd have Alex Smith. I think I'd go Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, Alex Smith in that order. Rocky three is good. Mr. T was awesome. I pity the fool. Eh. If I like pineapple, my pizza, bitch, I like pineapple. Exactly. Dubs. That's what I'm saying. Like if I, if I'm going to eat that, you know, just because people say, eh, I don't like that. Well, give a fuck. You ain't going to eat it. Is it Jimmy G damaged goods at this point? He has finished the season in a minute. Well, there, I mean, there's that there he is injury prone Barry you just said you don't care about Rocky that is outrageous I don't I don't Matthew I don't give a shit about Rocky or the franchise I just I don't I don't I don't give a fuck Rocky I mean let me tell you something man that might be the most overrated overhyped bullshit ass franchise in the history of movies don't at me, hoes. I don't at your mama. I don't give a f- that's that Rocky was overall overall. Rocky was whack. I said it at your mama because I don't give a fuck. Ro- after Rocky won, uh, we knew the formula. We knew the secret sauce. If he does, he does. If he bees, he bees. Cut me, Mick. What the fuck? Come on. You knew what was gonna happen every time. There, I just did a whole fucking Rocky reenactment for you. You just watched Rocky's 1 through 90 with me. You ready? You ready? I'll do it again. Here's Rocky 1 through Rocky 90, and then the fucking Creed series, too. I'm an underdog. Ah, I'm going to lose. No, I'm not. Ah, I won. Fucking whoop-de-doo, man. This shit is, it's just, it's, it's whack, dude. It's, it's just not good movie making. It's not. Sylvester Stallone in porn was way better. Way better. than that bullshit. 
Uh, Amy said, I felt the, that way about the Creed movies at first, but they're actually pretty good. But they're not. They're so formulaic, right? I mean, like, I get it. Movies are formulaic. If you write movies or whatever, everything has kind of the same formula. But, but just don't be so blatant about it. You know what I mean? Like, I know what's going to happen in a Rocky movie. There's going to be a bad guy, and there's going to be a turn, and then it's going to look like he's going to lose, but he's not going to lose. He's going to come back at the end, and, like, it's just way too formulaic. Like, what I need is, like, like what happened to Martin when he fought uh, Tommy Hearns. Like, that's what I need to happen to Rocky. You know what I mean? Like, I need, I need, I need Marty Marty to come out with the big, I need Rocky to come out with the big old swollen face and shit. Gina, is it bad? She's like, no, baby, you can barely tell. Like, that's what I need. This is bullshit, though. It's bullshit. And while we're on the subject, I'll just go ahead and say this now. Rocky is the Bruce Springsteen of singers. Yeah, the Rocky movie series is the Bruce Springsteen of movies. No fucking talent. None. At your mama, again, Bruce Springsteen is fucking trash. Garbage. Do you hear me? Absolute garbage. And so is Rocky. So, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, fuck both of them. You want a good boxing movie? Watch Southpaw. Oh, see, Million Dollar Baby was good. Um, yeah, there's a ton of 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 good uh, boxing movies, right? There's a ton of good boxing movies. Rocky ain't it. Rocky ain't it. Not even close. Million Dollar Baby. Yup. Uh, what's your favorite boxing movie then? Oh man. <sighs> Probably, boy, I almost said something that got me canceled. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave that one on the inside. Uh, I'll post it on Discord. <laughs> boy, that was such a good joke, though. God, boy, that would have got me canceled. Uh, <laughs> Amos said, "Damn, how did Bruce catch a stray? Because it's the same shit. This is oh, oh, overhyped ass bullshit." Everybody loves Bruce Springsteen. What? Do you, do you know? Like, Bruce Springsteen, you can't even understand. It might as well be Sylvester Stallone stink, singing Bruce Springsteen songs. It's it's terrible. Be as strong as Rocky Balboa by beating meat every day. <laughs> See, yeah. Uh, there's a movie called Gladiator. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, Gladiator was good. Bruce isn't the worst. Bruce is a very bad singer. Um, say it with your chest. A good boxing movie. Watch Floyd Mayweather versus his baby mama. See, Woody Clavers, I didn't. That wasn't mine, but it wasn't. It was going to be kind of an obscure reference, but kind of. Young Cuba and Gladiator. Okay. Um, what was the one with Christian Bale? That's a good question. Fighter? Uh, Raging Bull. Raging Bull was a really good one. Let's pull up a list. Let's pull up a list. Let's pull up a list. Come on. Come on, chat. Here we go. Wind it up. Let's see. Best boxing movies of all time. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna warn you now. I'm gonna warn you now, chat. Yes, I'm gonna lose my shit when they put Rocky, inevitably when they put Rocky on this fucking list, okay? I'm just gonna tell you now. I'm going to lose my shit because this is a bullshit ass list with these mamby pamby 
uh, ho-ass writers that, oh, well, we got to do it because that's what the public wants. Fuck the public, man. Make your list. If I can go on air on ESPN Radio and Barry on Deck on Twitch and declare Bruce Springsteen sucks and so does Elton John, then you can write a goddamn list of boxing movies and not include Rocky's dumb ass on it. All right, now this is on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, I don't know if this is um, like based off of rankings. What did Dre say? Uh, Pookie beats meat every night. He still ain't strong, but has soft hands. Rocky's going to be remade with a woman. I mean, that's kind of how it's going, right? Which I don't give a shit. Like, that's fine. All right. Um, here we go. The 91 best boxing movies. And by the way, bitch, we ain't going through all 91. Nope. As soon as I hit a Rocky movie, we're out. Here we go. When We Were Kings. Never saw it. The Happiest Day in the Life of Ollie Mackey. Never saw it. Creed. Jesus Christ. This is number three. Cutie and the Boxer. What the fuck? Nope. Raging Bull is number five. Okay. That's so stupid. That should be higher for sure. I think right now that would be my number one. And then the movie about Ali. I mean, I guess it's called Ali. That'd probably be up there too. Uh, Knuckle. I don't even know what that is. Gritty documentary that captures the brutality and banality of bare knuckle fighting. Bitch, that's not boxing, though. This is the other thing I can't stand. People that don't know shit about boxing and, and, and combat sports just lump it all in together. I mean, literally, they're just like, oh, let's make a list about boxing movies. Here's a movie about bare knuckle fighting. That's not fucking boxing. Oh, well, let's throw in this one with, uh, with the MMA. What was it called? The Fighter? Yeah, we'll just throw in an MMA, but that's not boxing. Yeah, I know. We're going to also throw in a fucking uh, Kung Fu Panda. Well, that's not boxing, but I mean, it's fighting. Get the fuck out of here. It's not boxing. There should be boxing movies, not bare knuckle documentaries and MMA movies. Catch the Fair One. I don't even know what that is. A Prayer Before Dawn. I don't really know any of these. The Fighter. Was that the one that was about MMA? Oh, no. Mickey Ward. Yeah. Uh, boxing is a family affair. Yeah. Boy. Ward Gotti. What a trilogy. Uh, I don't know why my voice keeps cracking. And there we go. Number 10. Uh, Rocky. I'm out. I'm out. Bullshit. Million Dollar Baby is 12th? Come on, fam. I take Million Dollar Baby. I watch Million Dollar Baby 800 times before I watch Rocky once. Requiem for a heavyweight girl fight. Uh, Tyson? I don't think I ever saw that. The Survivor. Uh, Creed 2. Oh, Hurricane. <gasps> damn, how do we not have the Hurricane on that list? That's got to be higher. What? You out your damn mind. Hurricane's got to be higher. There's my top three. That's my top three. Raging Bull, Million Dollar Baby, The Hurricane. Hurricane, you can call me Slurricane. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't recognize a lot of this shit. Ali was really good. I'd put that up there. Uh, I'm just scrolling through. I don't even recognize most of this shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't recognize a lot of shit. 1949. Nobody watching that bullshit. 
Yeah, so there you go. All right. Um, <laughs> Rocky three, not I am Ali. That's not the one. Uh, yeah. So there, that's that's the whole list. What's the worst boxing movie they have? It is a documentary about Ike and Tina. See, I said I wasn't gonna do it. Uh, the names, yeah, the names are pretty good, right? Uh, the Sting Two, Annapolis, uh, play it to the bone against the ropes. This is the night, Diamonds, Gladiator, Rocky Five, Rocky Marciano, Muhammad Ali's greatest finds. I mean, okay, Haymaker, Backroads. Yeah, this all sucks. This is all bullshit. All bullshit. <sighs> okay. Um, well, I don't know how the fuck we got on that. How did we get off on that tangent, chat? What did you guys do? <laughs> Nothing like watching Van Damme kick a palm tree or whatever it was, right? There's a guy that actually does that with bamboo. Uh, who is that? Uh, Muay Thai fighter. Muay Thai fighter kicking trees. What's that dude's name? Uh, he's kicking banana trees. What's his name? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, that's not him. Banana tree type has no. Oh, that is that him? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Okay. Yep. Here we go. We'll, we'll put this on the on the Chrome. Let's see. Now there's no sound of this. But this is this is this is kind of that Van Dam type bullshit. They actually do this in Thailand when they train Muay Thai. They'll go out and kick banana trees, toughen up their shins. When I train, look, oh, tell me that don't wouldn't hurt. Oh, God, blood, and then he's just gonna fucking ah, this shit would hurt so bad. Over and over and over again. There was another one. Oh, here we go. Let's do this. Ah. There you go. Ah. God. I wish I could hear it. Let me tell y'all how bad that hurts. He's like, ah, because it fucking hurts. I bet he's bleeding and shit. As that Tiger Muay Thai. Tiger Muay Thai don't play either. Um, back in the day when I trained for a hot minute. <laughs> Even though I said poor banana tree. It has a family. Um, that man is trained to kick the shit out of a, any tree now. Yeah. Um, That's like what they always used to say. Like, man. His bag work is impeccable. Bags don't hit back. Banana trees don't kick back. When I used to train at four ounce with Bob Perez way back in the day, oh, God, 2010, 2011, 2012. Most of what I do, I would do a little bit of boxing and BJJ, but it was mainly Muay Thai because that's what I loved. I loved Muay Thai, so I loved training Muay Thai. And uh, Bob was a great Muay Thai instructor. He started off as a boxer and a boxing instructor. And uh, he's Derek Lewis's um, coach. Well, he was. They're not together anymore, which is super sad. 
But, um, yeah, Bob Perez, UFC coach, friend of mine. <laughs> Let me get that name I dropped. But he would train me. And he this was back in the day when, before Derek Lewis even made it, this was back when one of the first guys out of Houston was named Mike Swick uh, in the UFC. But then it was Daniel Pineda. And Pineda trained in four ounce, which is where Bob Perez taught, which is where I trained. But Bob would do this thing. We'd all be working. Uh, doing like bag work and he would have a specific thing you did and uh, he would come by with this uh, I called it the fire stick but it was this stick and I don't know what it was made out of but you'd be standing there at your bag right you'd, you'd have you know you'd do your stance and he'd be like alright give me 50 switch kicks and you'd pop 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 and he would just come by out of nowhere randomly whack and just whack you across the fucking chin with that fire stick. And I called it the fire stick because when he hit you with it, it lit your ass on fire. You'd be like, oh, oh, my God. And what he was doing was two things. He was trying to keep you, um, like, expecting the unexpected. But it would also toughen up your shins because if you fight Muay Thai, bro, you better have some really tough shins and MMA for that matter. Uh, but, oh, my God, that shit would hurt. He would hit you with that fire stick. But, man, that was fun. We never went out and kicked trees. But sometimes he would just stand there and do ten, uh, shin toughening drills. It would do roll shit on their shins and it would hit you with it. It it was nasty. But um, one of the local guys, his name was Jesus. Um, Jesus Rivera. Oh, his shins were fucking disgustingly hard. Look, they were just like all knotted up and just ugh, hard as a rock. Don't make it sexual, weirdos. Kick an oak tree and let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that. Uh, Sensei Bullrock said, I've had the unfortunate pleasure of getting suplexed by Rulon Gardner when I was 16. Oh, nice. There you go. That's good times. Dick Willie said, did you ever train with AJ Hoffman? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, when I first started, actually, I, when I first started, it was Muay Thai at, uh, under Daniel Kim out here at uh, Gracie Baja, the Woodlands. And they, that was also training with, um, uh, uh, um, Matt Wald and, uh, well, UFC fighter, um, Alex Morano was also there. Chad Robo's gym, Chad Robo show. But Daniel Kim was the, he was like a world-class Muay Thai fighter and he was the Thai trainer. Um, but we had a seminar there. There was a, they did a Muay Thai seminar and AJ came up and he and I were, you know, doing it together, training partners because we owned the. Uh, the cage door together, which was the MMA website that we uh, owned. Dick Willie said Booker T. No, I never trained with Booker T. They do wrestling. I don't. I don't do all that. Did you ever train with Dreadhead? Who the fuck is Dreadhead? I don't know who that is. Who's Dreadhead? Booker T. No, that's wrestling, bro. I we I would train like Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu, <clears throat> a little bit of boxing because Bob loved boxing, so he and I would just do boxing drills and shit. But. Uh, all right, Perez Wax there for his last fight. What? Oh, Perez was there for his last fight? Yeah, um, but I thought, well, Derek, Derek, Derek uh, missed his last fight because of illness, right? So it was the fight before. He, is this, this was just recent or so I thought that he found out or that I found out. But maybe he went back to him because... And you're going to be hard-pressed to find a better coach in Houston for sure. 
than Bob Perez, especially for striking, and that's what Derek Lewis is. Derek Lewis just ain't going to go and, and learn how to wrestle, and he ain't going to fucking learn jiu-jitsu, which is amazing to me. If he, that dude would learn how to wrestle, if Derek Lewis learned how to wrestle, he'd go down as the greatest fighter in, in MMA history, bar none, because there wouldn't be shit you could do to him. You took him down, he'd wrestle, fuck you. You stay on the feet, he's going to knock you out. Like, that's just... But he never learned. He's kind of a, a, a one-dimensional, a really good one-dimension, but kind of a one-dimensional fighter. So, All right, it's 5 o'clock. We got to go. Hey, man, I want to say thank you to all the new folks that showed up and hung out. Uh, I appreciate you guys kicking it with us, man. Come back. Like I said, we do this every day, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 5 p.m. Now, tomorrow is a bit different kind of show. Uh, one of my comedy buddies joins me um, on usually the last Wednesday of the month, but we didn't get to do it last week, so we're going to do it tomorrow. But we don't really talk sports. It's two comedians hanging out for three hours, shooting the shit, smoking cigars, drinking whiskey, and talking shit. And it's hilarious. So if you're looking for a good escape for your day, won't be a lot of sports talk, but it'll be a hell of a lot of fun and laughs and uh, shenanigans. So hit that follow, come back and hang out with us tomorrow. I promise you, uh, it'll be a good time. But that is the show for today. So I want to say thanks for all the followers. Thank you for all the cheerers. Thank you for all the subs and the gifted subs and the resubs. Joel, thank you, buddy. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for the hype train. Happy birthday, BZH420. Uh, the D-Burn Show, thank you for the raid. Uh, the four-pack and forensic tilts, thank you for the raid as well, man. Uh, I love y'all. I appreciate you all. And I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. All right, I'll see y'all tomorrow. All right, who we raiding? Turks, soldiers. I want to find a good raid. A good, someone talking sports or, man, we need to be better, chat about raids. We really do. We got to get better at finding people to raid. Um, it's all about spreading the love and the awareness of Barry on the day. football sims. No one gives a shit about that. I don't want to raid a radio station. Still crowds. Love you, CC. Yeah, happy new year, dude. Sports. Anybody talking sports? In English, I should say. Unsportsmanlike conduct that's on the zone. That's a radio station. Problem with rating the radio stations is they don't even pay attention. So it's kind of like counterproductive. Part of the reason why you raid is to spread awareness of your show at the same time. And this is just fucking God, there's never a raid. Sounds like a job for a month. I know. I really wish we had uh somebody to raid. A little just just chatting. There's nobody. It's just random shit. Alright. Hey, you know what? We'll figure it out. Bye guys. I love you. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Daddy's making a YouTube video!